0: One show, two show, three show, four, your wait for Andrew Stots is no more. Every choice made has led to this. Hello. Welcome back to the first ever Star Wars show binge discussion episode of Empire Radio. I'm Jeremiah.
1: I'm Andrew. I'm Drew.
0: And the three amigos are back. The best trio on the internet. Heck yeah. And we have a good show planned for you tonight because as you heard, Andrew's back yep. and we're going over... Every single show that he has missed in the past year <laughs> <different half. laughs> and a half, and he's gonna be giving his thoughts on all of them. So, yeah, yeah, yeah The yeah. Book of Boba Fett, uh, Obi Wan Kenobi, Andor, Tales of the Jedi, Yep. Bad all Batch, it. just all of Mando it. Season 3, and yep. Visions Volume 2. So, that's yep. seven. It's gonna, be r-
1: it's gonna be Empire Radio's first 19 hour episode. So, buckle yep. in. Yep. Get some popcorn. I, I'm off tomorrow, so... I'm, grab a yeah. drink
2: or something. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm good to go. But do some Wesley okay.
1: Andrews coffee.
0: Yes. And so, before we get into today's episode, we have a funny story from yeah. last, last week. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, we took a week off last week because Memorial Day, and we just didn't want to do anything. Whatever. And yep. so... We took a week off. And so, okay, see you in two weeks, first Tuesday in June, because Andrew be back every first Tuesday of every month. Awesome, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So I come home from work last Tuesday. I'm checking the interwebs, you know, checking the Discord and eating dinner or whatever. And I see that in our because we use the video feeds on Discord to do the live stream on Twitch. And I saw that Andrew was on. I'm like, oh, this is weird. I was like, oh, maybe he's setting up his own like Discord for his like YouTube channel, like to interact with his fans or something. I don't know. So I was like, oh, he's just trying to mess around with settings or something, see something how something works. And I click on the thing. a surprised me. Like, hey, what's up? And on Discord, for some reason, Andrew can't get his audio to work. Yeah.
1: Jeremiah can't hear me at all, no matter what I say. And it's funny because Drew can. So Drew can hear me. I can hear Drew. I can hear Jeremiah. But for whatever reason, Jeremiah cannot hear me. Jeremiah can hear me, and I can hear
0: Jeremiah. So it's really weird. We don't know what's going on. So I know he – I can't hear him say anything, but there is the chat feature in the Discord video. But Before I do the chat thing, I was like, why are you here? Or why are you on or something like that? And the look of dread on your face, Andrew. Was okay,
1: so priceless. I think I think it's I think it's worth putting my perspective into this at this point. So, so I'm I, I get off work, you know, it's you know like five thirty Pacific, and I eat dinner with with my wife, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, like it's time to go. You know, I'm gonna do the podcast. I'm thinking, hey, it's, whatever, it's the first Tuesday, so I'm, we're gonna do the podcast. So I come in here and I get set up get my mic set up, I get my camera, the lights, everything I'm setting up. And I sit down and I get in the voice chat and it's like five, five to, to like start. It, it was normally. like five fifty five, for me, PST. So like five minutes before we're supposed to all like already be in Zencaster, already be in discord. We're like supposed to be ready to hit the countdown and no one's here. And I'm thinking like, oh man, it's like, it's just crazy. Maybe Jeremiah's busy with work and Drew's doing something or whatever. And then Jeremiah pops in the the chat and he's sitting on his couch. (laughs) And it was like an angle. It it looks like he's just like a normal person sitting on a couch watching TV and his computer's like off to his left. And I was like, this is a really weird angle, but I guess we're trying something new. And then Jeremiah says, why are you here? (laughs) (laughs) This, This is when he said, why are you here? And it clicked. This was not the first Tuesday of the month. <laughs> and so I looked at the date and I was like, oh, this next week. And then Jeremiah was like, yo, it's, it's not this week. We're doing it next week. And then I was like, I, I, I turned to Micaiah in the kitchen. I was like, Micaiah, did you, did you know that we weren't like, it was, wasn't the first? She was like, yeah, I thought it was next week. And I was like, why didn't you say? <laughs> <laughs> I guess it was because, so like I, the, the weekend before I had made the thumbnail uh, right. for, for this. And I th- I think because of that, I was like, okay, I got to make the thumbnail. I got to get ready. Like the night before we we binged the rest of Visions. We hadn't finished it. We binged it in preparation for this You're recording. You were like pumped,
2: ready to go. Yeah, yeah. I,
1: I was like all day, like thinking about what I was going to say about the shows and like getting ready to talk about this stuff. And then all of a sudden it's just, so why are you here? And, I, <laughs> <laughs> and then of course, Jeremiah and I start having a conversation, but he can't hear me. Yeah, so he he's saying stuff and like I'm trying to get my audio to work. It's not working So i'm just like typing away my responses So he is talking to me. I can hear him and I am literally typing my responses back So at the end of it, we, we stayed on for like five minutes at the end of it. I was like, well, i'm gonna go
0: Well, first we wanted to like mess with drew.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Hey,
0: drew are you coming? And then,
1: and then drew was like, like, are you doing we're doing it tonight? I was like, no, dude, you're good Just
2: I was like I, I was like in bed and I saw my phone. I'm like, well, yeah, we're going tonight. I can do tonight. I'm down. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was okay with it. I was just like in bed. I was like, instead of watching YouTube, I'll just come do the podcast. I'm down. Yeah.
1: But so, so so yeah, we, we almost recorded. Funny,
0: that was a funny story. Yeah. Yep. But we're here tonight. We're here tonight. And, and it feels
2: I don't know. I know I can't imagine what Andrew feels, but for me, one week off, I feel so weird. Like, I feel like I haven't been here for like a year. I don't know. I miss everyone. I literally
1: haven't been here for over a year. Well, that's what we're talking about tonight. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) We're recapping everything. So, yeah, it was funny when we were, um, you know, we we announced that I was going to be, you know, on once a month. And then it was after we got done with that recording. It was after that. And we had that discussion of like, so what do you... What do we want to talk about for these episodes? We, you know, and then Jeremiah was like, "Well, why don't we just talk about everything that you weren't here for?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, heck yes, let's let's see if we can do it." So, yeah, so uh, we're gonna
0: try and move quick, like fifteen minutes a show. I know that's a hard thing to for, do
1: for some of it. My memory is bad enough that it'll probably be like, right, pretty I like easy to get through it. Some of it in fifteen
0: right. minutes. <laughs> So, that being said, we might as well just jump into it. So, so,
1: really quickly though, how far back? What? How far back are we going? The Book of Fett. which was
0: I told you to list.
1: I, no, 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 no. Sorry, I was looking for so the date. He's trying to figure out the December twenty ninth, twenty twenty one.
0: So you were here for the first episode of the Book of yes. Fett, I believe, because yeah. like the something scheduling got messed up or something, and you were supposed to be done before then but then like something happened where like you were there for like one extra week and so yeah then, yeah
1: yeah um so december i mean we're, we're we're talking december of 2021 right before new year's yeah mm-hmm. so it's we're going way back
0: yep so the book of boba fett uh that is the first thing that you missed and yep. i think you did did you send in a voicemail during like the mando episode it, yeah I needed. remember
1: I remember being absolutely speechless for that episode. And I mm-hmm. remember you spoiling the Ahsoka. No. <laughs> that
0: Wait, spoiled well, the crap it, out of me. Anyways. <laughs> we'll get to that. But yeah. The Book of Boba Fett, what was it, yeah. seven episodes? Yeah,
1: something Andrew, like that. Andrew,
0: what were your thoughts on The Book of Boba Fett?
1: Okay. So here's a disclaimer that you're going to probably – I just need to go ahead and get it out of the way because it'll blanket many of the things that I'm going to say tonight. So I am thankful for the content that we received. Ultimately, you're smiling because you know where this is going, Jeremiah, I feel like. But like I am thankful and receptive of the content from Star Wars that we have received. However, because I have consumed so much of the Expanded Universe materials, I feel like it is impossible for me to not compare the two and it's impossible for me to not feel even just a little bit of, of grief of what the stories could have been. Right. So like in the midst of all of the negative things that I say, just please keep in mind that I'm still very thankful for what we got. You know, like we got more Star Wars, we got to, you know, consume more Star Wars content. We've had a ton of content in the last like year and a half, year and a few months or whatever. Definitely. But it's bittersweet for me. So starting with the Book of Boba Fett, uh, very bittersweet for me because I have read uh, The War of the Bounty Hunters. At least I've read the first two of the three Expanding Universe novels. And it covers a similar time period too. So it's like literally in the first book, it covers Boba Fett escaping from the Sarlacc, the first things he does. And then there's a few little jumps, but there's like, It covers a a very similar timeline, and so I didn't love it. I'll say it that way. I didn't hate it, but I, there were things about the storytelling that I really did not like the way that they did. So first and foremost, the elephant in the room for everyone was the back-to-tank flashbacks. I feel like that was like, when I was when I was watching YouTube videos and I went, when I was reading articles about it, everyone had a problem with that, and I too so, did not enjoy that. So
0: are you saying that that's how they used like the excuse to do flashbacks or the flashbacks as a whole?
1: No. Okay. So I liked the flashbacks. Okay. I did not like the way that they cut in between these stories. It's like to me. My my thing is like the flashbacks should have been the full season. Like I don't I don't care about like it sounds harsh, but like I don't care about Boba Fett being the Daimyo of Tatooine. I, like I don't because like first of all it was such a departure from the Boba Fett that we had already kind of been used to like the the hard as steel like no BS Maybe
0: like best car not steel.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that no that that, 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 was, that was that was pretty good. So like I don't care about that. My thing is like it it's a much more interesting story of him getting out of the Sarlacc pit and then integrating into this Tuscan Raider tribe. Like that is a more compelling story for me and it's right. It's more contained. You know, like give me that story. You can still put Cad Bane in it. Like uh, really quickly i love cad bane's appearance i felt like it was a little too fan servicey but i love cad bane love Cobb oh, bane. No, it,
0: that was the whole point that was like yeah yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that was the best yeah cameo the best in Star Wars, Wars. Wars, dude.
1: yeah i loved and cad night, bane Cobb, Cobb so. vanth i freaking love his character uh, i liked him i liked him as a character you know but like and we can talk about the mando episode in a second but like They could have done it to where he gets integrated into the tribe, and then maybe someone has a hit out on Boba, and uh, Cad Bane comes in to, you know, and maybe he's the one who takes out the Tusken village with the sole purpose of drawing Boba Fett out. Like, you can still have that tragedy. You can Mm -hmm. still have this build-up, and then it gets ripped away. And then maybe maybe this informs the character of Boba Fett, so maybe throughout the whole process of him getting, you know, integrated into the tribe he opens himself up a little bit more and then this hardens him again like that would have been more interesting for me than oh we're doing we're telling this backstory of how he got out of the starlight and all these things and then all of a sudden we're like we've got the freaking power ranger scooters and and everything going on mm. and like the ran course like all of the the big epic fight scene at the end was enjoyable i hate that freaking spin the <laughs> the guy he spins it it's the stupidest thing i've ever seen it doesn't even it doesn't make sense no matter which way you look at it i don't care what your argument is it doesn't make sense but like if he spun the
0: opposite way you could argue so that he could turn and shoot faster yeah but it's like but why it was he, the wrong direction and so then it it's
1: the same work. thing when when people do the big <laughs> the big like jump kicks and fights like when they yeah. they run and they do it because like you up. When I, when I, back when I was doing karate, my sensei literally looked at us and he was like, we're going to learn jump kicks. Never do these in a real fight. He was like, if anybody who knows what they're doing sees you do that, they are going to take you out of the air so fast. It just, it's just, it's pointless. So anyways. Um,
2: hey, but spinning is a good...
1: Spinning is a good trick. trick though. Spinning is a great trick. But not when you're in a f- blaster fight for your for your life. But anyways. So... My my thing with Book of Boba Fett, they should have focused on that Tuscan story and made it the main story. It didn't need to be far-reaching into the future. There didn't need to be these two timelines of him becoming a crime boss. Like, Just give us character development, which is, when we get to Andor, you're going to hear that a lot in a very good way. But for the Book of Boba Fett, I needed more character development because it felt like such a departure from the Boba Fett that we... I guess thought we all knew. You yeah. know? And of course with the with all of the media in the expanded universe, like he's he's BA. He's like super BA. Like Boba Fett in the expanded universe is like the John Wick of Star Wars in some ways. Like it's it's a very similar experience. He has the same like legacy and he has the same he has a very similar like legend to his name that John Wick does in the same universe. So it's like I don't know. It's just weird. So um yeah. So
0: Okay, I get the whole like contrast between what we got and the EU stuff. Yeah. I, I get I get what you're saying. Yeah. But I wonder if when everything is all said and done with the Heir to the Empire film. Sure. And, you know, the Book of Boba Fett is going to be part of this. This is part of the story. And we're going to see Boba Fett again, probably in that movie or in future seasons mm-hmm. of whatever shows. Do you Hopefully. think that the book of Boba Fett, like looking back when it's all said and done, is gonna be more important to the bigger story to like make it more enjoyable? Because we could just see this, the thirty thousand view of everything, and like, oh, yeah. the book of it, all that stuff that happened at the time. It didn't make sense. It was kind of boring, but when looking at the bigger picture, it worked. Or are you not that optimistic?
1: <laughs> I So, well, no, that's a, it's a great question. It's one I really hadn't thought about. I, I think that if it does inform the larger story and if it does make more sense later, it's still going to come with the context of like, yeah, but we could have done this another way. You know, like, right. I would appreciate it more. Sure. Like, I remember when season seven came out for Clone Wars, and w- you know, we had a lot of things to say about certain arcs in that season that felt more kind of throwaway-y, you know? Or, like, I remember even, it's funny, because I remember distinctly the episodes of The Bad Batch, those four episodes, I remember us, like, especially one, of, I don't remember which one it was, but I remember us being like, yeah, this wasn't really a great, compelling episode. And then, of course, in hindsight, we see all four together, and we're like, okay, this makes a lot more sense. I like right. the story more. So it's possible, but I still I still view The Book of Boba Fett as, like, a missed somewhat of a missed opportunity in that it could have been better. But like, there was so much about it. Like to me, the best episode of the show was one that he wasn't in the entire time. It was the Mando episode. And that, and that's the other thing that I, I still don't fully understand why that decision was made specifically the, the, the reunification of Mando and Grogu in that show
0: that was the, the biggest mistake that yes. he did. Yes, and well.
1: I, I have read a few articles on the internet, so take them with as much weight as you want. I, I have no idea if any of this is true, but I have heard that that decision was above Favreau's pay grade. Like, he was forced... Because what I know of Filoni and Favreau, they are much better storytellers than that. Like, right. that is not a right. mistake... That we have known them historically to just make and go through the entire production process, get released to the world, and be like, were they? No, were they leading that? Favreau role? was.
0: What, was it? No, I think th- it was Dave. No, it wasn't Dave. Was, I don't think. Let me see who. I'm pretty
1: sure it was John Favreau.
0: it Was created by John Favreau. Oh, Okay. Um.
1: I, I heard in the article that I read it was it was more so this kind of the, the stereotypical like Kathleen Kennedy wanted things to be done and oh, there, were well, some yeah, creative, was, there were some creative differences and she made John Favreau do every it. Every
0: episode was written by John Favreau. Yeah. And Dave helped with episode six, which was the Ahsoka episode.
2: Yeah. So but yeah which I, like which makes I, sense to why John is having a lot of issues with Kathy Kennedy right now. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean like it just to me what we know about them it, it doesn't make sense. Uh, like it it it's very it's very much a departure from like what we know that their standard is and their track record is. And so that was the weirdest thing for me. It was also the most enjoyable episode because I think the VFX for Luke were tons better. I think they did a really good job of like not making him talk as much. Like they really, they were really intentional when when they did it, so that they didn't have to do it a ton. Because that was the lips were one of the things that were like a really big throw off the first time for me. Um, I I do I love that whole episode. I mean, it was it made me emotional seeing Luke the black the green lightsaber. Like that's that's like. Peak Luke, you know, Return of the Jedi, post Return of the Jedi Luke. Um, seeing Grogu train was amazing. I really had a problem with Grogu going back. I don't, I really don't think that they should have done that. I, I, I and, and that's just me. Um, you know, I, I understand because of the way the story progresses in the sequels like grogu's not mentioned he's not a you know he he really isn't mentioned as part of luke's first jedi temple like even in the canon comics uh what is it the rise of kylo Ren or something they show the temple and there's only a handful of students grogu's not one of them so it's like you have to inform the absence of this character but like also why make him go back with Mando? In a completely different show. Because, like, that's been the thing that everyone has made a joke about. It's like, what if you haven't seen Boba Fett and all of a sudden Mando season three starts and you're like, what in the heck is happening right now?
0: There was a guy I I saw, like, a random person on YouTube that I've never seen before, like, a really, like, literally his laptop webcam type quality. And he's watching Mando season three opener. And he's like, I don't get this. Like, why is Grogu here? Blah blah blah. And people in the yeah. comments were like, Oh, he came back in the book both. And he's like, Oh yeah, I gave up on that show like three episodes in or something like yeah, that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which and I'm, and I mean, it's it's it was a great it was a great episode. It's a great story. I mean, if you like, watch the recap though, it kind of tells you what happened. Yeah. How many people skipped that though?
0: Yeah, you skipped the the recap. Who did? You.
1: I did too. No, I, don't. When I skipped no, no, it. I
0: remember in, in Mando season two, like when there was like the speech thing of like, you have something that I want, blah, blah, blah. And like you just skipped that over that. So when he was saying it to Math Gideon, you're like, why? I never heard the speech before. You remember that?
1: Yeah. Well, I'm, I mean, I 100% I'm guilty. Like when we started season three, I was like, boop, get me to the action. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, I know what happened. So. <laughs> I don't know. That episode That episode was was really great. I loved it. And I think I loved it because it was so far removed from what we had been experiencing. Watching, yeah. Uh, and again, the ending battles... I mean, like, anytime Boba and Mando are together and they're doing their thing, it's great. It, you know, it's going to be extravagant. The Rancor thing was, like, some of the best fan service you could give. Like, well, who...
0: the one of my favorite scenes, though, that I thought was like the most memorable for me was the introduction of Black Chrysanthem.
1: Oh, and yeah, 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 yeah. When
0: he walks in yeah. with and yeah, uh, the huts are there. That whole yeah. scene, but then when yeah. you, we see Black Chrysanthem come in, I'm like, "Who is this guy? Mm. He looks so intense." Did you and know then, who he like,
1: was before then? No. Okay, so he makes an appearance in right, yeah, the 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 canon you know now, yeah. So So anyways,
0: yeah. But it's just like, but then like at the end, like when he's like getting wrecked by. Trandoshans. I'm like, I don't know. I felt like he was just kind of weak. Like I don't know. Yeah, I know he was outnumbered like fifty to one. I get it, (laughs) but.
1: I, but okay, so but this that is, first scene was this intense. This is the this is you're hitting on something that I think is very relevant, and that is the perceived greatness of the character versus what we actually got. Like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he, he, even in the comics, he's known as this like BA ruthless bounty hunter. Right. Like, he's known as one of the best. And then he, right. you know this happens. Same thing with Boba Fett. Like, there 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 were a few moments earlier on when they were walking around in Tatooine, and he like when they uh, when they got ambushed remember he had the the coins in his helmet and they get ambushed Uh, and he like kind of has his butt handed to him kind of in the fight it's like you know uh that and i get it the freaking he was he was recovering but it's like you had to really pick up on the subtleties to inform that he's not his best and then in general we didn't really get the boba fett that is is you know worthy of the legend that he had that had been created. So it's like, there was a lot in this show of like a lot of buildup and then it just didn't follow through. At least to me.
0: And even without having the, the, uh, EU to compare it to a lot of people were just disappointed by it. Like,
1: sure. Yeah.
0: Drew and I were disappointed. And for the same reasons like you did for some of the reasons you mentioned. And it's just like,
1: well, and I think it would be different if we hadn't seen what we saw at the end of Mando season two exactly because he he does work yeah. i mean like in that in that scene with the stormtroopers and stuff he's got yeah. the freaking the the knee rockets and you know he i don't know i liked that and i was like oh yeah this is boba fett this is this is this is the boba yeah. fett that we know
2: my biggest complaint is that and i've said it a million 54 times
0: but the boy
2: takes his helmet off for no reason all the time just leave it yeah, on your head. He's all people,
0: angry about that.
2: People know you for Boba Fett with your helmet on, not off. No one wants to see your... Well, Boba's I that was head.
1: probably uh, a, an agreement for Tamora. Yeah, I know. Which but,
2: maybe is why he didn't get called to do Mando Season 3. But that's a story
1: for a different day. Yeah. Well, the, he's going to be in Red Ahsoka says, as Rex, so... Yeah. Red oh. Buff says the soundtrack was fire. The soundtrack was fire. The, the music good. was really good. I The one thing... I have to say this, why would he, so he makes it out of the Sarlacc with his armor, I guess he was knocked out, but like still, he makes it out of the Sarlacc with his armor, and then he goes back to get it, and he flies Slave 1, freaking parallel to the ground, into, in the Sarlacc. Like why, that didn't make any well, sense well, to me. It's the
0: safest thing to do, you can't just go in by yourself, like, I feel like swan I feel dive like, in. Like.
1: But like, what did he think was going to happen?
0: I don't know when was the last time a ship hovered over. I did like
1: the fan service of the the seismic charge though. Dope. That was a beautiful sound.
0: Yeah, whenever you get a seismic charge, it's-
1: But and then the the scene where he was flying Slave One over uh, in parallel with the train, that was a really cool scene. Like, but there
2: was anyways. a lot of cool scenes throughout Boba Fett. But right. there is a lot of things that. I'm yeah, sorry, we gotta we well, gotta keep things moving. Any so there's, final there's, thoughts?
1: Yeah, or- it was it was it was great. Kevin but it was crazy. also really disappointing. It was kind of
0: eh. Right. Yeah. Cool, cool. Well, let's move on to the next show Obi Wan Kenobi.
1: <laughs> Obi Wan. There you go. I was hoping Drew was going to say that. Okay, so this is another one. Oh. Yeah. I've got a, I, I might have a hot take on this one. Oh.
2: Hey, before we jump in, are you guys excited for this movie?
3: What movie? What movie.
2: So one of the editors is
0: creating uh, a 2-hour oh, movie. They've already no it's already out. That's been out since like last summer, dude.
1: Where can you watch it? It's on YouTube, I am. Or yeah. I think it's on YouTube or something. Old, old
0: News Drew.
1: Yeah. No,
2: but but someone
1: else is doing it, but someone No,
2: someone else is doing it and it's actually getting like Disney's approving it. It's a co-worker of Disney. Oh. Cuz he's changing like the um the Grand Cruiser's head to be normal shape. Okay. He's like changing a bunch of things. I goes highly into doubt photo- that goes Disney into is Photoshop going to
0: have an approve of a, a thing like that.
2: It's not a fan film,
0: though. Whatever. I'm saying Disney, why would Disney approve of something like that? doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, it would be them admitting that they were wrong the first time. Yeah, I don't
0: think that's – it's just all rumors anyway, and that's this is the first I've ever heard of it, so it's obviously not – Oh,
2: it's been all over the internet. But except for – Well, you don't hang out in the right places sometimes, Jeremy. Okay, if
0: Star Wars theory it's isn't crazy. covering it, then it's not relevant. Like, Oh. I, he covers every news that comes out, every little rumor it, that comes out. These
1: are Jeremiah's two rules. If Star Wars theory isn't covering it, oh, it's not okay. real. If it's the EU, it doesn't matter. Those are his two core tenets yep. of Star I,
0: Wars. I'm not saying I watched Star Wars Theory, but when something is popping on the internet, Star Wars Theory is always first to like Yeah, talk for like an hour and say the same stuff I every saw five it the minutes. Other
2: day, and I thought it was curious. Maybe it is the same one. And anyway, maybe I didn't do it.
1: Yeah. Andrew. So your hot take. Yeah. So this was a show for me that could have been a lot better. Like. So for me. This was the show that I was the most excited about, which is ironic because Andor is my favorite by a long shot, but we'll get to that.
0: But we had no idea of what we were going to get.
1: Right, to right, right, right. Show. Well, because, like, you know, it, Cassian Andor at the time wasn't a character for me that I was like, heck yeah, he deserves his own show. <laughs> Let's go. You know, like, it was like, yeah. no, Obi-Wan's coming back. E- Ewan's back. Hayden's back. Like, as the news started rolling out, I'm like, there, is, there will be no greater Star Wars release of my lifetime. Probably than this because of all the all of the potential that it had, right? And I have to admit that there there were some fantastic moments, like the scene between him and Vader that last fight, hmm. and the way that it changed between Hayden's voice and the the synthesized Vader voice, like all of that, freaking brilliant. It made me emotional. Like I got chills multiple times, like that is peak some of the the best star wars I've seen as an isolated event, right But then the, what I had a problem with, like i loved I really loved young leia oh the the actress her. like the actress everybody. freaking phenomenal. she absolutely slayed that part, and I really loved towards the end how they bonded and they're you know like. There's some there were some really emotional moments towards the end especially for my wife who like really loved the like Princess of Alderaan and all of those like bl- she read bloodlines and stuff so she really likes Leia. So it, it those were really good. However, I don't know if that was the right story to tell for this show. I don't think it was a bad story. I just don't know if that was the one they should have gone with. You know? Mm-hmm. Like it's like what what would pull so Obi-Wan's on Tatooine. How do we? I think the logic is Obi-Wan's on Tatooine. How do we make a compelling story about that? Well, obviously, we have to take him off of Tatooine because Tatooine isn't, you know, quote, isn't compelling enough by itself, right? So you have to get him to leave. And so it's like, well, well, it's Drew's favorite place. It's like Drew's vacation home. So, (laughs) anyways, so like, it's like, well, how do we get Obi-Wan to leave Tatooine? Well, the one, the single thing. That can make him leave Tatooine, and Luke, mind you, is Leia. So I think that that was kind of the thought process: like, how can we get him away? Well, obviously, Leia's got to be in in danger. So I get it. I like the story. I don't think it was the right one for the show. I so again, here we go again. There's an, the novel *Kenobi* takes place on Tatooine and follows a similar time period, you know, but everything is on Tatooine. He he doesn't leave. He's he refuses to leave. He's protecting Luke, and then in the in the in the meantime, he gets caught up with these like groups. This group of settlers out and by an oasis, and there's like a Tuscan Raider arc, and it's really crazy because you find out that that is the tribe, in part that was slaughtered by Anakin in Attack of the Clones, and so there's like huge animosity towards the Jedi, and it like informs how he learns to do the crate dragon call in a, in A New Hope to get them to scatter, and it's oh, like all. Cool. Yeah, it it really ties in super super well to the movies, but it's a smaller story. It's not the it's not a it, it's very character driven and it's very enjoyable, but it's not the same scale that you would need for a show, like you know like a blockbuster show for Disney And so I get I get why they pulled him away, but I wish that they hadn't, in some ways. Like, and in the book, there at the end of a few of the chapters, there are these monologues where he's essentially trying to connect with Qui-Gon. And he like really goes in depth in his feelings and and his his shame and his guilt and all these things. And like, of course, Qui-Gon doesn't answer until the end of the book. Spoilers for that, if you're gonna read it. And it's a similar experience as the show. I love that part. But I don't know. There was something about it that was like. No, for me, it was like, Obi-Wan's supposed to stay on Tatooine. Like, he's supposed to be, th- 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 that's his thing. This is one mission, is staying on Tatooine to protect Luke. And then all of a sudden, he's like off, traveling the galaxy, and like, peak Vader, you know, snaps the dude's neck and just dragging him and stuff. Like, you so know, cool. it's, it's, it's terrifying. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> Drew's like, I love murder. Yeah, <laughs> but like, oh, no. But I mean, like, it, <laughs> so I, none of it was bad. Right. Vader was amazing. I, I I really enjoyed after I realized what they were doing how weak Obi Wan was at the beginning
3: mm-hmm.
1: because he was still like so caught up in his shame and his guilt and he wasn't as attuned to the Force and he had to kind of regain all that. Like I get it, but there was it just felt again like a missed opportunity. And and you know people might be listening and being like, well, fine if you're going to say that if you're going to trash it, what's your alternative? I don't really have one.
0: Right, like I, like logic on why they had to go with Leia's story, like to get him off. Like I, yeah, totally. Like I, I don't know what else they could do. Mm -hmm. Um, I think when we that first trailer came out, that like you were on for actually, I think, um, yeah, I think we kind of theorized that, oh, the Inquisitors that get to Tatooine, are sensing Luke, and Obi Wan has to lead them away. Like oh, they actually actually sensing Obi Wan. Yeah, I think that's what we were originally theorizing.
1: And, and that's a much more compelling story to me.
0: Right. But I think... But we also have to look at the story in context of what Reva was doing. Yeah, uh, sadly. Because like the whole point is she made these connections on her own and the whole Leia thing wasn't... It just doesn't happen. It was Reva... Found Leia, made the connection.
1: True, all of that did, led up to her finding Luke. Stuff. Yeah,
0: and so like that whole Reva trying to get revenge and kill Vader, like that's the, the motivation behind everything. Sure, and I think that is the compelling thing that forced the Leia thing to actually work. And sure. so, like, I think the issue that I had, like, because we ranked every episode, like, you know, yeah. how many whatever out of 10, you know, how we're doing. And I think like adding up like all but one episode I gave a 10 out of 10. Like every episode standalone was amazing except for one episode that I gave like seven out of 10. But like,
2: which one was that again? That
0: was the second episode. Um, Dude, I don't remember
2: what happened. (laughs)
0: When they find the fake Jedi and Oh, uh, yeah. All that stuff like, yeah. But like, I gave it 57 out of 60 by the end of the show but like looking back it's like there was something with the pacing that was weird to me like something like it's something okay.
1: yeah 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 and yeah. so
0: like i didn't like i haven't watched it since last summer so i should probably just watch it again it's like i haven't watch i haven't rewatched it. it either yeah but like it makes sense like the whole reva stuff makes sense i think it's a good story that she worked her way up to try and get next to Vader to kill him, like I think that yeah. is a really good story. Yeah, um, I like the Order sixty six opening scene of the show. Sure, like, that was yeah. amazing. Like, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So it's like again, like, I I think that there there's so many isolated like fantastic isolated moments in the show, and like you can't you can't deny that, like, at, like the the fight between Riva and Vader. Love that. It was great. He was just toying with her. And that's like the Vader that we see in Fallen Order and Rogue One. And, you know, like, you know, they're making him scary again or Jedi Survivor, you know. But, like, there's just something about it that's like we – there was so much anticipation for an Obi-Wan show. Like, this is his first big or small screen, whatever you want to call it, like, official media appearance since Revenge of the Sith. Like, this is the first time we have seen the character. Right. and it's like part of it just felt like they didn't live up to that and and it and it and it is like legitimately kind of sad for me to say that like there's a part of me that like doesn't wish that I didn't feel this way because there is so much good about the show but i'm like man i just feel like there was something else that they could have done that was a more compelling story centered around obi-wan himself like explore order 66 explore like him finding out that all of the jedi were gone like that's way more compelling than leia in some ways i don't know again going back to my disclaimer i'm not like the curmudgeony fan that like hates all this new stuff and only reads the eu like there was so much good in that show
2: but well, the thing is, is,
0: where you oh go ahead, Drew, go ahead, Drew. I
2: was gonna say the thing is too that's hard about that too is cause the Leia character was so well done. Oh, so fantastic. It's also compelling in the sense of like oh I want something different. Mm-hmm, but at the same mm-hmm. time, she was so good at acting that like <laughs> Well,
1: so you can't hate so, on
2: her because she did amazing.
1: Yeah, it's almost well, and I would never I mean she again Outside of Carrie Fisher, the best portrayal, well, the only portrayal, but like <laughs> this, this felt like they really just nailed her character as a oh, young yeah. child. And I, it's like, maybe that should have been its own show. Well, you know, I'm like, this is, this funny. Cause <laughs> like
0: gonna people just make it like at, you know, 10 years old, Leia's like on a, being chased by inquisitors and going on an adventure with Obi Wan and just Luke is just <laughs> playing with, with... yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, right, and like just... <laughs> again, the final showdown between him and Vader was easily one of my top moments in all of Star Wars. Mm. Like when he when he finally is like, "Then my friend is truly dead." Like that. Oh, it's it still makes me emotional today. Like it's gut wrenching mm-hmm. because of the bond that they had, and for Obi Wan, this is like the final. I am fully accepting what is happening, yeah. and there's a part of me that wanted him to just kill Vader, but then I'm like, oh shoot, the the original trilogy has to happen, so <laughs> we can't do that. But you know, it's like, God, that, that those moments were f- freaking incredible. So but I mean, it's, I feel like it's some know. of the
2: best acting by Hayden. That oh yeah, ever seen? Yeah, well, because well, he got it's not that hard has, to get. He has good
1: direction this. and lines this time. You know, it's like,
2: well, yeah, true. But he hasn't really done much since. So yeah. like,
1: he did Jumper. Jumper was a good
2: movie.
1: I did not like. That I enjoyed it. Uh, it's fine. I enjoyed it. Um, but also,
2: it's kind of weird that he looks older than.
1: Oh, what and, do you? How do you feel
0: about fifty-year-old Anakin playing? Yeah, seventeen-year-old that,
1: that was. That was <laughs> a stretch for me. That was a that was a big that was a big stretch. Old Cause, man, because like I I could tell that when they 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 touched him up some, but I was like i can't unsee father anakin well the
0: the theory that some people have on that is whenever you get that in that episode when you have that flashback it's seems like it's um vader remembering that and so it's he's projecting his current age Uh,
1: into that memory okay yeah
0: um that's what some that, people that, theorize. That, make,
1: that makes it better. That makes it better.
0: Now maybe that's just what these. Yeah, that's what we were going for. I well, think it's that's...
2: because <laughs> didn't isn't the behind the scenes? I watched that and they talked about how
0: why they didn't. Did they? Yeah. I I, I really we we did an episode I, on that, didn't we?
1: And I about... yeah. I watched but that I... too, and I don't remember.
2: That. Where am I, I? I remember something about how they didn't want to do it because they didn't want to do. Uh, fake on him.
1: Oh, well, that's probably they, just because they, wanted, they would have been torn apart by the fans. But yeah, you
2: know. they were just saying like they wanted to keep him as original. And I remember there's talking about how they thought he didn't look that much different. And I was like, "You're
1: well." He, drinking he Some Kool Aid. <laughs> first he, and foremost, like he, he doesn't look old. Farm. Uh, like he's been. He no. He's aged pretty well, but it's uh, it's hard bird. to. It's skin hard to rem-
2: routine for sure though. Huh? He doesn't have a good skincare routine at all.
1: Well, I mean, but it's also hard because he had such great skin and so- he had such a young complexion in those movies. Well, that's so And he's on a
2: farm, he's on a tractor all the time.
1: Yeah.
0: But uh I was gonna bring this up and then Red Buff in the chat brings it up, but did you see the the whole mask thing between the Ahsoka Mask slice and Obi Wan's mask slice theory or idea about how Ahsoka took off the right side of Anakin's mask in oh. *Twilight of the Apprentice*. Yeah, Obi Wan was able to do the left side in the show.
1: Yeah, and neither could oh, bring him and back. Luke, Luke, I got takes it, and the then whole Luke helmet. takes the whole thing. Yeah, yeah,
0: and he was the only one able to. Save that's him. that's really that's
1: really that. interesting. Yeah, but again, I mean. All in all, I loved it for what it was, but I also, again, like with Book of Boba Fett, I can't help but wonder if it could have been more, if that makes sense. Like, there's there's always a little bit of a haunting in the back of my mind when I think about the show. That's like, what could it have been?
0: But let me ask you this: this kind of like conclude. Are you that being said? Are you satisfied with what we got?
1: because of the moments between him and Anakin, yes, between him and Vader, yeah. Okay. That that was the char- that was the payoff. Like that was the thing regardless of what the story was, he could have gone off and found Jar Jar and did the can-can with Jar Jar in a <laughs> the freaking can. can-ti- the, 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 a cantina in Naboo. It would have mattered the pay- they had oh, man, him and so Vader cool. had to oh, No. Him and Vader w- had to have met again. Like there had to have been a story point for those two characters because of how closely tied they are. And because we got that, yeah, like, I'm satisfied.
2: I feel like they executed that part really
1: well. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. All right. So.
0: Cool, cool. Well, might as well jump into our next thing. But before we do that, let's take a little commercial break, take a little breather, from, and let's hear a commercial from our good friend Lucy, who has hey, a message... For everybody.
4: Hey everyone, Lucy here, and I'm pleased to tell you that some of my fellow Empire radio listeners and I made a fantastic original Star Wars audio drama, all through sending voicemails to the pod. It's called the Voicemail Cinematic Universe. Here's the thing, we need your help. The Empire's goal is to get an illustration made by us listeners for every single voicemail, and we have quite a ways to go. So if you have any sort of artistic abilities, join the crew. Any type of media is welcome. Lego scenes, digital art, paintings, you could even make food art. If you answer this call to action, there's a link in the description that leads directly to a Google Doc. It tells you exactly how to submit your art. This whole VCU project will be 100% fan-made, and we can't wait to see everyone's work. In the words of Emperor Palpatine, do it.
1: Do, Do
0: it, it. <laughs> dude! What the heck? Where did that? I... <laughs> so, if you're not watching the YouTube version, you should, because I just did a big reveal. Yeah,
1: my no guarantee. He's a, a toddler size stormtrooper, inch,
0: a 48 inch first order stormtrooper with a gun. It has a motion sensor for audio, <laughs> and. All that cost me was $20 and a loaf of my world famous banana bread. So,
1: yo, that banana bread's worth its weight in Stormtroopers, yep. let me tell you.
0: So, that's a, that's so taller what? than miles. How? <laughs> How so, you, that's so cool. No, my, leave it. We want to see no, it all I, night. I keep it out of the way so I don't knock it over. But um, my friend, Chet, who sells used video games.
2: Oh, yeah. i uh, met him, Okay.
0: He had uh, their own store that they ended up closing. And this was something he had in his store and he wanted to get rid of it. And he was like, Hey, do you want it? I was like, Sure. What do you want for it? He's like, Make me an offer. <laughs> I was like, 20 bucks and a loaf of my banana bread. He's like, Deal. <laughs> wow. That's what's up. So,
1: dude, I love how. Jeremiah was just like holding that back until the was, freaking commercial break, uh, well, and then he like he like rolls over water near the yeah. He, I was thinking oh you know water break, and he, and then he rolls out of the frame and comes back with a freaking stormtrooper. And I love how you were you were making a, a comment about me flexing because I've got the U.S. UCS <laughs> X-wing over here. Dude pulls out a whole stormtrooper. Yep. So wow, that's, that's my amazing.
0: addition to my. It's like my
1: Star Wars third
0: Star Wars thing that I
1: own. <laughs> but
0: enough of my fun little
1: yellow yellow snow. Yes, the X wing is out. It came. They dropped it on May fourth. Mm-hmm. And then when I had my birthday, I got some birthday money. I was like, "This is the one time Mall of year has that I can." A lot of them still. Huh?
2: The MOA mm-hmm. has a lot of those, still.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so this my birthday money is like the one time that I can spend it on something fun and like not have to be bound by the the stresses of being an adult and paying off bills and stuff. So it's like, well, I've got the I've got the Y-wing, so why not do the yep. okay, next week? But
0: anyway, yes. VCU. <laughs> Thanks you, Lucy, for that <laughs> commercial. <laughs> um,
1: I totally forgot. Yes. Thank you. Thank yes. you, Lucy. So we are down important.
0: to just like seven voicemails that need to be illustrated. We're almost done. Yo and so one of them i from episode 137 i had it crossed off on the list but i can't find it i don't know who sent me it, so i don't know maybe if i accidentally crossed it off but if you illustrated for the gungan sith Message from I'm was, sorry though, what <laughs> you have to watch the movie when it comes out, Andrew. Okay, okay. But if you illustrated from episode 137, the Gungan Sith voicemail, uh, resend it. Am I lost it because I have no idea. Because usually when I get it, I just quick add it to my video project just so I have it lined up with the audio, and I don't have that. So if that was you, I'm sorry, please send it again. If not, Someone else can jump in it and do it. So, but I think we got what seven or eight left. So, uh, get it it's done. moving.
1: So, this
2: could on. be the last week you heard that. Maybe.
0: Yeah. Get it done, guys and gals and other people out there. Just get it done because I'm excited. It's, it's, I'm putting these things in. I'm re listening to these voicemails and I'm just laughing my butt off. Like, it's great.
1: It's confirmed. Jeremiah hasn't had a butt in weeks because of. The voicemail. It's get been, out. It's been gone. Okay. Anyway, uh, I was like, "What are you getting it?" I'm like, "Oh, you laughed your butt off." It's been. Yep. Yeah. All right. Anyway, he hasn't, <laughs> he hasn't been able to sit down. And anyways.
0: Anyway, <laughs> now for the most anticipated discussion that I've been looking forward to. Yes. Andor.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Tell me why this is the most amazing, perfect thing ever made in Star Wars. And I still.
1: Bro, I still get chills thinking about Andor. The Okay, you can you can feel the excitement probably emanating from me, but like I I can't put into words how much I love Andor. Okay? So first and foremost, it delivered. It was delivered in a way that felt like I was reading a Star Wars book. And I've let me lot, yeah. Let me explain. It's <clears throat> it's entirely because it was so character driven. So like it it without hearing the like inner monologues that you get in a book, it still felt like the characters were developed in a similar way and every single character that was introduced, every single one, I might, I might not remember this entirely correct, but the majority of the all of the important ones were developed in some way and it wasn't a throwaway. Every single character had an arc, didn't matter how small, and by the time you got to the end of the show, they were different in some way than they were before. And I loved that. Mm. Secondly, the cinematography was breathtaking. Just absolutely beautiful. Like some of the shots, especially when they were, um, what was it? Aldani? When they were actually out in like freaking Scotland or something, <laughs> shooting on location. It was like, I mean, it's just, it's, it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. And of course, everything's super practical. So it felt like very rooted in reality in a way that, like, I don't even, Mando really hasn't even felt for me. So, that being said, like, the
0: volume versus on set, on location. Yeah. Like, I'm starting to feel like I'm getting claustrophobic with the volume now and seeing its
1: flaws and not wanting well, it anymore. I mean, like, The thing is, it's like... And, Jeremiah, I know you understand this because of following Corridor. But, like, there is no better way to film something than capturing it in camera.
2: Right.
1: No matter how good the VFX are. Like, the volume is amazing. And, obviously, has changed cinematography in a very, very positive way. But it's still not as good as having a physical set and having something that the characters can interact with. I mean, it's one of the reasons why with the volume, there's still like, I'm like, if they're on Tatooine, there's like a a sand mound and there's rocks and stuff that you still want to have that interact, those interaction points, but there's just something about like going to another country and filming on location. That's like, it it feels way more rooted to me. I mean, it's the same thing with Ock Say what you want about the Last Jedi, but the, that set was beautiful and it worked and it felt lived in, you know, because they could actually.
2: Well, yeah, and I also feel like, as an actor, it's probably easier to feel yeah. like you're immersed than just being in a room yeah. full of TVs. Above sure, your head. Like, yes, the volume is cool and it does have that effect too. But like, to be like, all right, you have to be on set this day. We're flying you across the world to go to this place. Like there's yeah. something about being a human and you're like embracing all of this, what's going on in your life.
1: That probably yeah. definitely helps you. Act and I mean, it, tra- it does. Tra- that does translate. I mean, it's a great point. Yeah. It translates into the acting. So the story, the character development and the, the story was fantastic. Cinematography. It was amazing. The music, dear Lord, the music was just mm. breathtaking. It was just the culmination of, like, everything that good cinema should be merged into a Star Wars story. I mean, like, it just doesn't, I don't know. It just doesn't get much better than that for me. And I remember every single episode just, like, it it ended and I was just speechless. I was just like. So
0: how close were you? To like, hey guys, can I join in a discussion tonight <laughs> or something like that? Like, were you ever like contemplating? Yeah, I gotta jump in and onto the show. And
1: so, obviously, things have been really busy for me the last year and a half. During Andor was the single time that I was like, like I missed it at every point. I, I missed talking to you two at every point about Star Wars, but Andor was the one time that I was like. Maybe it's time for me to come out of retirement and like doing because it was just like I, I don't know like even separated from Star Wars like it's just a fantastic show and every video essay I've I've taken the time to watch uh, an annoying amount of video essays about the show in hindsight and every single one makes me appreciate it more because you pick up on things I mean of course it's Star Wars first and foremost and there's all of the Easter eggs especially in uh Luthen 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 his yes. shop I'm still bad with names but Luthen's shop there's so many easter eggs and but there there was just so much character development that so I'll try to explain it this way so there are novels Star Wars novels canon or not that I genuinely and truly love even though the events that happen in the novels or the characters, I know how those things play out, right? So like, there are, there are stories like uh, Inferno Squad from Battlefront, that was a really great novel. It doesn't have much impact on the entire story because you know the empire falls and, and Vader is dead and you, like, you know those things, mm-hmm. but because of how well the characters are written, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It might seem like a throwaway story, but it, there's a v- out, like value added to the characters and because of that to the story as a whole, and it's very compelling. It's very interesting. This is the same thing with Andor. Like, you know, I guess the spoiler alert here, he dies <laughs> in right. Rogue One. Like, he right. has a definite end. So, well, in, we haven't seen some... a body, so well, this Star Wars. Well, <laughs> I don't know if you're going to see a body after that. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's gone. But you know, scarif happens, and that was the thing when when I when they announced the show that I was like, okay, great, but like, we've seen the end of Andor, we've seen him, we've gotten Andor, and we know how he dies. And so like, how are you going to create a really compelling, really interesting story? But they hooked me personally Mm -hmm. with the way that they handled the characters. I, I mean, like. The betrayal's stung, freaking Andy's circus is just oh god, can't swim god brilliant oh, that that just, I, I can't swim uh,
2: I, Oh, that was the worst for me I was yeah. I was like crying, oh, it was bad
1: yeah, I mean like it it you know the the season goes through these little like these little subplots and these little sub arcs, but they all inform andor as he develops, and dude. Luthen's monologue. Yeah. Yo, I, that is one of my favorite monologues I've ever heard. Like just the way he explains the sacrifice that he has to carry, like the fighting for something that he'll never get to see Mm -hmm. the, the burdens that he has to carry. I was like, Oh my God, whoever just, whoever wrote this monologue, they need to give an Academy award to right now because it's just, It was absolutely incredible. So, for me, yeah. I don't know. I I can't say enough good things about that show because it was so rooted in relatable, real-feeling characters. Right.
0: We can't disagree with you. We agree. Like We love that show so much um, for all the same reasons that you gave. And... It was just nice having a spy espionage type story that's not all action or
1: yeah. You're not even yeah. looking
0: for the action like nope. Like in Obi Wan or Boba Fett, like all you want is action. Like you just want to see lightsabers. You just want to see Boba Fett kill everybody. Like you. But this one, like you want to make sure that when they do action. That has a great payoff and you can't have that great payoff unless you have three episodes leading up to it and you're looking yeah. forward to like you this heist is gonna happen in episode six yeah this eye of aldani is gonna have we don't know what that looks like well this a celestial Which, event
1: beautiful
0: like it was just yeah. like and so it's the way they led up everything to like everything is just perfect payoff um
1: well and it i think it, they, they did a really good job of conveying the stakes of everything without the need of like a physical fight in most cases.
0: Right. Like they see that with Mon Mothma, like oh, all of her stuff. No.
1: Like, See, oh, do we... that is the way you cut to a completely different plot that is, you know, quote unquote, separate from the main story. And you do it well. You have a 30
2: minute debate between me and Jeremiah. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, that heated debate. I was yeah, like, yeah, I did. I did listen to that, but it's like, I don't know. Like, th- and that's the thing. Like, obviously, when you're reading a book, they can only c- convey action as good as the author can explain it. Right, and that's why character development in books is so important because you're having to imagine the action when it does happen. And I think that's the thing. It's the same thing with with Andor. Like you were saying, like the action was welcomed, but like the stakes of, like, everything that was at stake and everything that that the characters had to lose was communicated so well that, like, I, again, I agree with you. I wasn't, like, seeking out more action when I was watching that show. I was trying to figure out what was going to happen to the characters, and if that took place in dogfight or in a blaster fire fight or whatever, like, so be it. But I was genuinely concerned for all of the characters throughout the entire show. So, right. so I, twelve out of ten.
0: I just uh, finished reading uh, Thrawn, the first of the Imperial era Thrawn books. Yeah. Yep. And there's at the beginning he's like collecting like artifacts and memorabilia from the Clone Wars and stuff like that. I was like, What if in season two of Andor we see Thrawn in Luthan's shop trying to find something?
2: Oh my! Stop.
0: And just see Thron interacting <laughs> with Luthen, and they have no idea who each other is. Like, and we would already have what's his face doing Thron and Ahsoka and stuff. So like, he's already on set. Like, hey, let's do this set with uh, Luthan for a day and get this scene done. Like, or just have him in the background, like looking at stuff while he's talking to Mon Mothma or something. Like, yeah, I don't know. Well, I there is a,
1: there's a there's about a what is it like a year time jump or something. So, Between the two seasons?
0: So the first season covers or the span more. of a year. Yeah. It covers a year. And then season two is covering an arc in each year after that. So uh, each okay. arc in season two will be a year. And I've heard – I think it's confirmed by – what's the guy? Gil, Gilroy? Yeah. Is that the guy? Yeah. yeah. I think he mm-hmm. said – Tony Gilroy? The last arc is literally – like, two days before Rogue One starts or something like that. Okay. So that... It'll lead
2: up to that guy grabbing...
0: Yeah, when he kills that guy in that asteroid thing or whatever. But Yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be a much quicker-paced season, I think. So they're really going to focus on a three-episode arcs for each year. And so it's going to be a little different than season one, where it's one long story of 12 episodes. And so... It's gonna be a different feel, and hopefully they can keep the magic. So because it's gonna be completely different. Uh, yeah,
1: I'm. I'm sure they will. And I'm so, not. I. I have no worries. Yeah, and I'm. I'm
0: wondering if we're going to see because in Rebels we see Mon Mothma's speech to finally unite the Rebel Alliance. Yeah, like we're working towards that. Like in her story arc, like are we gonna see that done in live action? Like. <sighs>
1: please cuz then
0: we're going to see the ghost we're going to see the rebels crew like in person like even if just... it's
1: just even if it's just the focus of her giving the speech and then as she's giving it they cut to like the different scenes you know from rebels and it's just like maybe it's like a pan maybe it's just the people watching the speech but right. like give us i don't know i yeah. and
0: i wonder if we're going to see what um What's his name? Forrest Whitaker's character, Sagrera. Sagrera. Are we gonna see what he does where Mon Mothma cut ties with him? I, please, I please. so. Give like, me the dirt. So like, there's, there's me... so many things that they could yes. do. Just give me but all the drama. Please. It has to be all relate and tie back to Andor though. So it's yeah. like, how does he tie in to all these things? Where they can justify showing the speech? Where they can justify showing uh, yeah. Sagrera's intense, terroristic, whatever? So.
1: Yeah, I'm I mean, I'm excited. I know it's gonna be delayed now because of the strike, but Yeah. Yeah. So, SAG is going cause on. Cause the originally they so, you know. said
0: like fall of twenty twenty four. So it was on yeah, pace it's, to be that <laughs> it's not happening. But I don't know how long this strike is delaying things. Like yeah. is it if they strike for a month, does it delay everything a month or does it not work like that? I don't know how that works.
1: Well, I mean it just depends on what part of the production schedule these these shows are in. Because a lot of – I think the, the misconception is like – I think a lot of people from the outside are like, well, they're just – it's just the writers if they've already got it written.
0: Yeah. Someone – some movie directors like, direct. like writing doesn't stop once you start filming. No, no, no. Like I it. mean like so. for
1: – I think the most, the most important thing for the Star Wars universe, this, this will resonate the most, is that they have to be on set. So, for example, you know, they wrote – I'm sure they wrote most of the Mandalorian story – in advance. So if you're on set for season two, there are writers on set that have to be there to make sure the continuity stays the same for season three. You know what right. I'm saying? It's right. so like, that's a that's a real example in the, the, the world of Star Wars that's very important for us, is, you know, that continuity. And so it's not just them writing the script. Like, I'm pretty sure Tony Gilroy had said that most of Andor season two, if not all of it, had been complete, it was already completely written. But... When that strike happens, all of production stops because the writers have to be on set, and now the SAG is going on. They just approved a strike, like today or yesterday or something like that. So the Actors Guild is everyone's going on strike, and it's it's, well, and it's, that it's that, even like it's necessary.
2: Disney World and Disneyland is going to be probably shut down because of that.
1: Yeah, I mean the
2: actors that perform there. A lot of them entry. are part. Of, they could be part yeah. of the guild. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: I mean, and it's necessary. It's needed because these people are severely underpaid and underappreciated. But I think the cost is, we just have to wait, right. a little bit longer. Right. So,
2: right. I just don't want like a bad season of a show because of it.
0: I don't think that'll happen. But that's what f-
2: happened last time they went on strike. There's shows that like you oh, that can was, see
0: that was in like 2000. 2000-
2: well, I'm just saying. Eight. I remember Eight. It, when they went on strike in 2008 or whatever it was, and you would watch a television show, and then the next season came out and it was awful. <laughs> and then it got good again. That's but what community. happened with Lost
0: Season. Yeah, Lost. Three community. of Lost. People didn't like. <laughs> yeah, because it was. So, but we'll, we'll see. Anyway, that's Andor.
1: And yes, that's a show is.
0: we could talk hours and hours on, but.
1: Yeah, like I'm pretty sure if like if I had time to if I went and rewatched it, we could do the episode breakdowns again and probably end up with completely different content. Right. I mean, it's well, I, gosh. If, you,
0: if you if you want.
1: Maybe I've you, got you, I've you got have got first, first week
0: of, week of July yeah. like nothing to do, right? Drew won't be there, but I, know, I can man. make time.
1: <laughs> we can just nerd out without Drew for Yeah, that would be any, Nerding watch. out without Drew. <laughs>
0: nah. <laughs> all right. So that was Andor. To be continued. Who knows? Yep. Maybe when it comes out, you'll, season two comes out, you'll join us for breakdowns. Maybe. Uh, it's over it's more likely it's,
1: it's It's more likely than not, but yeah.
0: Are you hurting
1: your first everyone?
0: For the first week of every month, if, that episode is, you know, if there's 12 That's episodes, true. there'll be three episodes. You'd be here, potentially. Yeah. So, cool, cool. All right. Next up on the itinerary is... Tales of the Jedi, the Ahsoka stories, and the Dooku stories. So let's just start out with the Ahsoka stories. What do you have to say?
1: I enjoyed them. Like, (laughs) it's, it's, no, 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 like, like the thing is, is like, I I enjoyed them, and I, you know, they retconned the Ahsoka novel. Yeah. Which, again, again, you know, it's, it's.
0: Now, here's the thing. So that, Dave Filoni addressed that, and he said the, what we got in Tales of the Jedi for that third episode was the original story he wrote for Ahsoka before oh. the novel came out. And they took that idea, the springboard off of, to write the novel. So, yes, it is a retcon, but this is what Dave Filoni's story was for Ahsoka. Yeah.
1: Well, and it's interesting there are some some pretty strong similarities between the two stories too. Right. I mean the whole the whole farming thing, even some of the characters were like eerily close even mm-hmm. though they weren't like named or you know, it's right. it's like if you if you've read the novel, you can look at that through the lens and be like this is almost the exact same story but very condensed, you know? Um I, I there's actually a part of me that likes the fight with the inquisitor more. In Tales of the Jedi than in the oh, Ahsoka novel.
0: Yeah, the Ahsoka novel was kinda like yeah, she blew I mean, up the lightsaber and it killed him or something like yeah,
1: that. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I mean it's like there was more happening in that novel with the other characters that I cared about, but like mm-hmm. I don't know, with I enjoyed the, the the visualization of that and it really showed how powerful she was. So I liked it. I thought her, you know, childhood story was fun. Um you know, she's adorable. It's really cool to see the Togruta like a village and you know see their ways of life and stuff like that um so yeah i i I like the i have nothing bad to say about them they just like weren't incredibly they didn't stand out a ton for me and maybe that's just because of the media you know it's like animated more animated shorts types things instead of something else but i will say the dooku episodes
0: or oh, just jumping over to Dooku now?
1: Yeah. All right. Dooku, well, because we I well, it's interesting because like I don't remember as much of the Ahsoka episodes as I uh, did do.
0: Do you remember what the third episode was that you're not mentioning from Ahsoka?
1: Nope.
0: The Anakin training her to fight the clones.
1: Oh yeah 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 yeah. Okay okay now okay hold on. I gotta I gotta go back to that. <laughs> That's worth mentioning. I see. I'd completely forgotten. Um, that is such a phenomenal way of supplementing and adding to a story without someone needing to watch it, right? Mm -hmm. So like, if you don't watch Tales of the Jedi, that moment in Clone Wars Season 7 doesn't change. Right. But if you watch Tales of the Jedi, it means more. And I think that that's one of the reasons why books like Plagueis and Kenobi... Don't, don't don't give me that look, Jeremiah. Yeah,
0: I always just bring up Plagueis like every episode. This is exactly funny. Good. That's what,
1: That's funny because like every episode I've been on recently, we've talked about Plagueis. I'm pretty sure, but <laughs> it those are the types of things that that I love about those books because it's like if if you don't know Plagueis and you watch the Phantom Menace, it's still whatever, however you interpret it. But like if you have read Plagueis, even though it's not canon, whatever. uh <laughs> <laughs> I just saw Will? <laughs> Wait, what did I miss? Why is there a trooper there? Uh,
0: uh go back to the commercial break for the VCU.
1: Yeah, Jeremiah got a stormtrooper. Anyway, can you imagine like leaving the stream and coming back and there's just a stormtrooper? <laughs> uh, anyways, so like it's just it's brilliant. I love that they did that. It was such a good way of like adding more value to that scene. Um But yeah, I love that. I mean that was I yep. think that was my favorite story of the Ahsoka episodes. The
0: the one thing that a missed opportunity they had with that episode was like, you know, okay, they didn't know, like to hang around Coruscant practicing at first and then she like passes out and she wakes up like on a Star like a Jedi cruiser or whatever and it practices again and she's like yeah. way better. Like, the missed opportunity was they should have, that sh- when she woke up, she woke up on her way to Mandalore and she had the Ahsoka troopers around her. Oh. She was, they should have done that. Like, she literally practiced defending herself a day before she had to do the real thing. Like that was
1: a missed opportunity. That would have been, that would have been really good. Yeah. But I agree.
0: either way, I thought it was so, like you said, good complimentary, supplementary, whatever you said.
1: Yeah. Supplementary. Whatever yeah, word is mean, the proper word. <laughs> yeah. I, any, any time that someone does that well, I love it. Any time that they add something to the story, but they don't make it absolutely necessary for the continuity, for you to understand it, book of Boba Fett. But, you know, anytime they do that, <clears throat> I love it. That was brilliant. So. Alright, cool. So then yep. the Dooku
0: episodes. What do you have to say about that?
1: I loved them. I loved them because I of the same reason that I love Dooku Jedi Lost. And that is
0: Which I did read and listen to, so.
1: Did you enjoy it?
0: I thought it was it was good. I thought it was okay. Um <laughs> I, it's not like I was more compelled by like the Cypho dia stuff in that book than I was Oh sure. Like Duke they should have locked him up and put him in a citadel when he was like ten years old and like L O L He like, did have the,
1: he did have some some warning signs that he was Some?
0: Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> but well So like okay, might as well just jump maybe like since we brought it up, but like I feel like they did contradict the book, though. Because I don't understand how he could be walking around in a Jedi temple after he stepped down as a Jedi. Like.
1: Oh, uh, yeah.
0: Like, I don't understand, because, like, unless somehow they want to say well, him going back to Serrano and the killing that giant monster and becoming the Count was after what we see in. When he, after he kills Yaddle, but like that wouldn't make sense. And so, like I, f-
1: I don't understand how. So, so are you, so are you saying? I'm saying that how he stepped down oh, as yeah, a Jedi. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. And then the thing with Yaddle happened. It would have happened after.
0: It would have to happen after, but that wouldn't make sense.
1: Yeah. No. I, and I think that this is. So, th- these are like, they're not what if stories, but they're they're kind of in that what like. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of like this. Like, here's a, you know, I don't know, it, kind of these these short story kind of format things that may or may not be officially canon. Because like, no, they Viva, are
0: officially canon.
1: Well, but like the the thing about it is, is like, what happens if in the Ahsoka show they need to do a flashback of her as a child? Like, they'll they're not going to hesitate to retcon Tales of the Jedi for that. You know what I'm saying? Like. They are canon as of now, but I feel like these are going to be the first stories to go should they need to redo something for live action.
0: I, I believe they said that shows and movies have priority over like, books and comics. Like, we know yeah. that.
1: Well, and that's the second thing that I was going to say. It's like... They they can retcon Jedi Lost, some of the things that happened in that, and not bat an eye. Right. So, But I will say that those stories were really good because I have always been fascinated with Dooku as a character and it with Qui-Gon for this, for similar reasons, because of their, because of the way that they view the Jedi order and the complexities that comes along with that. Um, But I loved, I loved those episodes. Like I love seeing Padawan Qui-Gon and him struggle with what Dooku was doing. And like the scene, the scene with Yaddle I love that because obviously the big question, the elephant in the room for the movies is like Yaddle's there and then Yaddle is not. (laughs) Like you don't see Yaddle anymore in the council. And so it's like, especially, I don't think it would have mattered as much if it was another Jedi. Right. But, But there are only two, well, three, technically three of Yoda's species. And like when one of them goes... You lost thirty three percent of the yeah. population. Yeah, you know it's like it's like you notice that, and so in the books, she sacrifices herself to save. I haven't read the book, but I have it in my Ultimate Reader's Companion. But she sacrifices herself to save Anakin, and I'm, I, th- I think, and he like carries that guilt pretty hard. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, I I would need to.
2: I need to grab EU it, but book?
1: it's 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 a <laughs> yeah, I guess it is. But so no, she I was just wondering. They uh they they explain why she's not around for Attack of the Clones. But this was a very interesting point, and I love because like you almost think he's not gonna do it. But then he does it. And you're like, oh, okay, well, he's gone. He is he is fully gone. And I thought it was more, I thought it was really interesting because of how they, because of the relationship between the two of them too, it wasn't, I mean, it was very brief, but it showed that they were more than just like random people that passed each other in the temple, you know? Yeah. And then him killing her was a really, it, it carried more weight. It's like, oh, he's not just like turning his back on the order. No, he's like literally turning his back on the order and killing a friend. Mm-hmm. And not so, only that,
0: like, she stepped down from the council because of what happened. And, like, yep. she could have been, like, if Dooku just waited, she he could have saw hope that, oh, maybe the Jedi aren't lost because yep. Yep. one council member stepped down. And they yep. together could have maybe worked together to conv- uh, convince other people on the council or other Jedi that things are not going as good as we thought. Yeah. Um, well,
1: and it's and it's really interesting too because in a ma- in Master and Apprentice, which is a canon book, you you learn a lot more about Qui Gon and his struggle with the Council. They offer they they literally offer him a seat and he denies it. And it's like so. Seeing this these stories with Dooku like really informs a lot of other things that happen, you know, in the prequel era. So I love them.
0: Yeah, I. I go back and watch that Yato episode quite often, actually. <laughs> like, I always, I always go back and watch. It seems like twice a month I watch that episode. It seems like I don't wow. know, Yaddy. like, I, like a lot. Like, I, I'm just scrolling through Disney Plus. I'm like, oh, I'll watch this again. Like, it's just so good. Yeah. Um.
2: And it's Grogu's mom, it's kind of sad. Oh, gosh. Okay. I just had to. I
1: had to. Uh... here we go. Here we go. <laughs> But yeah, so
0: I would say that the, the second episode of the Dooku ones, where it's that Senator one and investigating, like it was kind of like the worst there. of the three.
2: It was just like um, there,
0: there is there, and kind of just explained mm-hmm. why Mace Windu got put on the council and stuff. But
1: yeah, I mean, it was it was enjoyable, but yeah, I agree.
0: But that first and third, it was cool seeing, I guess, like I seeing Qui Gon. Yeah. Young qui and They got Liam Neeson to voice him. Yeah. Yeah, that was Which pretty was this- cool. Oh, no, sorry. No, his son his voiced friend. Young Qui-Gon, but then Liam Neeson voiced Adult or older. Yeah. One- and so they had, that was cool. That That's they- really cool. They did that.
1: Um, but
0: yeah.
1: Sick. Cool. There you go. There's Tales of the Jedi.
0: You know, if Dooku just waited, like I said, he could have sat down with Yaddle. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so this, this is one of the things that pains me about Star Wars, is the all of the slight what-ifs. Like, what if Qui-Gon had trained Anakin? What if Dooku had sat down with Yaddle? Like, all of these, like, things could have been so drastically different. Well, especially if they're sitting
2: over a cup of tea. Yeah, you ruined my
1: transition oh i'm so and
0: sorry they could have sat down with a cup of coffee and talked things over you made it better but uh, <laughs> you you sorry Cla-
1: I, I was impassioned i'm sorry
0: classic empire radio where you just uh, get all off the rails but if you enjoy coffee, i, I was with
1: you jim <laughs> if
0: you enjoy coffee and you enjoy tea take a listen to our commercial from wesley andrews coffee and tea because they are our sponsor for today
1: hey yo Hey everyone, Andrew here. I'm pleased to tell you that the sponsor of today's episode is Wesley Andrews Coffee and Tea. If you don't know anything about Wesley Andrews, you definitely should. They're an award-winning coffee roaster and shop in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and they make fantastic coffee. The awesome thing is that whether you live in the Twin Cities or not, you can get their coffee beans delivered straight to your door by ordering them online. They even have a subscription service that ensures you never run out of amazing coffee. If you've been looking for some new coffee to try or a way to elevate your normal coffee routine, now's your chance. Head over to WesleyAndrews.cc, use the code EMPIRADIO, that's with a capital E and a capital R with no space at checkout, to get 15% off your first purchase of any bags of coffee or a coffee subscription. I can't think of a better deal. Get 15% off some great coffee, support a small business, and support your favorite Star Wars podcast. In the words of Emperor Palpatine, do it.
0: Do it. Do it. (laughs) All right, cool, cool. So that was Tales of the Jedi. Now we might, we we know there's a season two. So,
1: yeah.
0: Andrew, would you say there are any specific Jedi that you would maybe like to see them do three Mm. episodes on? Mm hmm. Tales of the Sith? Well, uh, but we wanted Tales of the Sith. That would be really cool.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. But they call yeah.
0: it Tales of the Jedi Season 2, so...
1: Yo, give me Tales of the Sith Plagueis. Give me mm-hmm. Plagueis. Give me... No, even I if it's, Even if they no, retcon some things. I know why you don't oh, yeah. want that,
0: because it's going to contradict the book, and you're going to be disappointed. No, 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 right no that's with. fine.
1: That's fine. Just, just <laughs> even if they have to change some things. Like, if they treat Plagueis the way that they, treat, they uh, treated Ahsoka's story, where it's, like, similar enough but there's some differences in the story. I'm fine I don't, with that. I I'm don't fine with
0: Plagueis. Coleman Trebar <laughs> in the chat. <laughs> God. Um, but I would say I, that we're going to get Plagueis and Acolyte. So
2: I was going to say, I don't want
0: Plagueis.
1: May, maybe.
0: Yes, we are. We will. It, maybe not in season one, but we will eventually that's, get.
1: This is still pretty far. I mean, how long do they? It's 150
0: they, years the, before episode
1: one. How long do the, the moon, the months, the moons, how long do they last? Or they last? Well, how long do they live? That's what I meant to say. I'm how long not, do they last? I'm not saying that uh, we're
0: gonna get him like full fledged, yeah, Sith, like season I one. But know, like,
1: how, I wonder how long their life their life. But
0: like, is. if you know, uh, let's say he recruits Palpatine at 50 years before, and he's 50. Like, it could be like 100 years after the season. Like, they could they could get it going.
1: Average lifespan more than a hundred standard years,
0: right? So I'm saying we yeah. could get a tease of Plagueis. We could get take it Plagueis as someone in season two after the season two of *Evacuate*.
2: How was how old was he? Because I remember in the book, Andrew, he's, that he was like in advanced. his eighties,
1: but he's like pretty advanced in years.
0: It was yeah,
1: he was older for sure. Um, okay. Kind
0: ironic that he could. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway
1: we were what, this close to greatness <laughs> Anyway, what,
0: what jedi would you like um, to be featured in season two so
1: jedi no sith just jedi correct oh man
2: they okay. already named it
1: uh i'd love to see more of mace windu i think that would be cool he's always been a really fascinating character Maybe for me
2: after he died
1: they're not gonna they're not gonna touch that they're not bold well, enough to touch it. They're one not going to touch it. That.
0: If they didn't bring him back to save Grogu from the temple, they're not going to do it. That was yeah. the one chance. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They ruined it. Or I, mean, they, I like, they didn't ruin I like, it. They, we got something better. But. I liked uh, Amid best. I like. Okay,
1: we'll, talk no, about we'll, get, that. we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, Mace Windu would be a good one. Um, Quinlan Voss is always Ooh. is always Ooh, a yeah, fun, fun cool. one. Yo, yo, Dark dis- Oh, what is it? Dark disciple he, is it. And he's alive. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on.
0: T- 10 years into uh, the Empire, he's still alive. So,
1: Dark, what is it? Yes, Dark Disciple. Yo, Jeremiah, if you have I, not read. I,
0: I'm, I'm,
1: I've talked about I'm, it many times. I'm, it's,
0: I'm, it's on my to-do list. It's I him and watched. Asajj Ventress. And I, know, they... I know the story. I get it. I've, Anyways. I, I want it. I, I'll eventually get to it.
1: Uh, but, yeah.
0: Red Bull says Plo Koon and Kit Fisto. Po- Coon,
1: yeah, P- Plo Koon po- would be fun.
0: Those would be great. Finding Ahsoka? <laughs> I thought we were going to get that at the end of that Ahsoka. Yeah, see
1: I him just,
2: coming, but. I don't no, want to like about that. just, like, the end of one episode
1: is him, like, finding her? That would be cool. I don't really want, I, I feel like that would be a waste. Like, okay, well, I I just, right. like, yeah, best she ends up at the Jedi stuff. Temple. Great, you know, but, like, give me something wow. that we had. Give me something. The
2: lady brings her there or what? I no, wanna... he just
1: goes and gets her and takes her back. It's like a freaking grocery run. Get out.
2: Get out. Get out. Oh
1: gosh. <laughs> I guess I deserve that. But anyways, <laughs> like, I don't know. I uh, Kidnapping, is this a grocery run? You heard, you heard. Well, that's a whole other discussion on the ethics of the Jedi. But <laughs> I would say Mace Windu, Plo Koon would be interesting. Uh... I don't know,
0: and it doesn't have to be from like the movies. Or like, yeah, could, I'm, you could what? do from like Stellan Geos or Ooh, cool. Elzer. But I feel
2: like no one's
0: Elzer uh, Man. The
1: those, Rock? those are really. Those oh, are, no, he wasn't a Jedi. <laughs> no, Geode. They literally uh, named him Geode. But I, I liked. I really liked those Jedi characters in the High Republic era. I, 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 I like awesome. I
2: just feel like no one. It's not kind of the same.
1: Yeah. But I would say from the from the prequel uh, era, I'm trying to think if there's anyone that might not have been a prominent character in the movies, uh, but like would have been really Obi- interesting. Young
2: Obi Wan up into
1: See Episode see, One. Th- I thought that was really interesting oh, in get, Master and Apprentice.
0: We could get Obi Wan as a teen when they were trapped on that planet for a year. Oh yeah. That would be a good one.
1: So I mean there's there's some good options out there. But gimme give gimme give tells of the Sith, okay? Gimme Dark Darth Bane. I need that. Give me Plagueis. I need that, and give me an adaptation of the Lost Tribe of, of the Sith. Those short, those stories.
0: I I feel like if they're gonna do Sith, they're not gonna, they're gonna go based on established characters that people would recognize. Yeah, so they would do. They would be Maul.
1: Give me Pal- Plagueis. I want
0: Palpatine. I want. I oh want yeah. Palpatine. Like, I don't know. And it's just Anakin. And Dooku, and we already did Dooku, so it's like they don't have any options for Sith, or, unless they were to go. Because yeah. all I know is Bane and Revan are the only ones that are canon, and Plagueis. So,
1: I don't don't get me started on Revan. What do you
2: mean? not get me I started. Live action.
1: Because I can go, Revan is like literally, I mean, if you've seen any of our previous content, Revan is like literally one of my favorite characters of all time. So, give me Revan and Thrawn teaming up in a fanfic and you have my attention for hours. Two of my favorite characters.
2: Power couple right there. (laughs) One of the most
1: powerful, I mean, for real, like one of the most powerful force users in the EU and the greatest military mind. So, anyways. Yep.
0: All right. All right. Cool, cool.
1: All right, so that brings us to
0: Bad Batch season two. Yes, the good, the bad,
1: the, bad, the ugly, the ugly,
0: and the beautiful. Andrew, what were your thoughts?
1: I, I enjoyed. Okay, so I enjoyed it. I it andor andor kind of andor kind of ruined me. <laughs> I'm not okay. So here's here's what I'm here's why I say that because andor gave me this like super complex like adult character driven (laughs) star wars and then the bad batch comes out and it felt more like a kid's show be in in context of what i had just experienced with andor right if that if that makes sense like obviously the bad batch is not strictly a kid's show we've talked about that in the last episode well we talked about all the animated shows but still like i love the bad batch but there was a part of me that I felt more aware of the differences in the writing and the storytelling because of Andor. Because, like, there's so much complexity there. And then it's like these more, at least until towards the end, these more like contained, kind of 22 minute, you know, start, stop, and finish, or start, middle, and finish stories. And so I really liked it. And I really, I was really mad at them for what they did because. I don't even want to talk about it because it's so emotional, but tech.
0: Oh. oh. What we yeah. didn't know what you were getting at. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah sorry. We yeah. didn't I'm, to know
1: what you were talking like, about. Like, sorry. I I it needed to happen. I feel like it needed to happen to well, progress he's their dead. story. Fine. He's well, dead. and I st- I still don't think he's dead. No but
0: it was still he very was. sad.
1: It was still very sad. I but I do like I really like the episode where they were in the caves. And he had the moment with oh, Omega. Cave. I thought you were yeah, talking about the
0: the, the giant dinosaur ro- robot cave. Oh, I'm like never mind. So go no, ahead. No,
1: no, no. Go no, ahead. no, no, So I really, I really enjoyed that moment. That was a really special moment for me when he's like, like I, I feel all of these things. I just feel them. I express it differently than you do. And they had that. It felt like it clicked with Omega. You know, like. I, I don't know. I really loved that moment and I should have seen his death quote death coming because they spent so much time developing him. Drew and and I
0: both knew like, they we're going to kill him this season because they just put so much effort into him than everybody else.
1: Yeah. 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 I mean, it was, it should have been very clear, but somehow I missed it until the, I knew about five or 10 minutes before it actually happened in the episode, but I still should have seen it coming long before then. Um, I do really like the subplot that they're forming with Mount Tantis and the cloning and everything. Like I think that's I think it's very interesting and I and I liked it. I mean, like I literally have nothing bad to say about the bad batch, especially towards the end of the season when things like really started kind of ramping up and it it felt like it was flowing into a more like elongated mm-hmm. cohesive story. 'Cause like towards the beginning for me it it didn't feel as much like that, you know? Well compared to season
2: the, one, it was not really yeah. connected at all yeah with,
1: with drew and i it
0: was either the episode was amazing out of this world or it was, yeah. it was not that great like it yeah. had nothing to do with the story especially the, yeah. episode. the race I,
1: episode okay I, I i liked the race episode as a standalone thing but when i watched it i was like why is this here like is this is a fine story it's fun it's enjoyable but like well, why is this a part of this season <laughs> and, and that's what, what is it and what does it contribute
2: like this whole season like there's episodes are like it's cool, but let's get to the nitty-gritty. Like, let's keep this story. The, the
1: nitty-gritty. <laughs> to quote Nacho Libre. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, like...
2: Just keep the story going, you know? Yeah.
1: And, I mean, like, I like seeing Gunji. Oh, yeah, that was cool. Mm-hmm. Sweet. You know? Like, great. It's, it's, it's awesome. Um, You know? It was there was just, nothing bad about it. It was just... I think, it like... It felt like it ramped up right at the end. Right.
0: Yeah. Because we were saying they should have focused on the Mount Tanta stuff and Dr. Hemlock. Like, Dr. Hemlock...
1: Great. I like You're him here. as a villain. Yes.
0: But they didn't... Like, he should have been the villain at the beginning. Like, yep. they should have introduced him, like, yeah. really early on. Because the they main should've...
2: antagonist, they killed off, like, right away. And then we're just left with no one for, like, four episodes.
0: Yeah, so it's like... Yeah. They had... They could have focused more on... Mount Tantis and Hemlock, and all that stuff. And I think it would have been a way better story. Cause just I did. Like, did, like what were ahead. they doing with all those, like, throwaway episodes? Like, Yeah. It just didn't add anything to the story for us.
1: I did really like the, like, clone trooper, the discussion about the clone trooper's rights, and, like... Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What was
0: happening the two the politic episodes? Like those are the best ones
1: of the whole season. Yeah. Like I I, like that was really it's it's almost like if they had just like taken the fillers out and and taken those that those time slots and done more to develop that subplot and then the Mount Tantis thing, like it would have been a freaking one hundred out of a ten for me. But like yeah, I mean I enjoyed those. There was some fluff. And then towards the end, it got really intense. But it, it was almost jarring to me how quickly it was like sitting right. in a car going from zero to 60 in like less than two seconds. It's, it was like, oh, we're the intense stuff like is Tesla. happening now. Yeah. So, yeah, well, I mean, I loved it.
2: And my other issue, too, is those last two episodes are amazing. They're so yeah. good. And yeah. they flow together. They're one episode, right? Yeah. They're just yeah. one long episode, which we could have just got one long episode. And I feel like marketing wise it would actually produce better for a viewer. Um, but my issue was like there were so many of those episodes that fans did drop off. Yeah. And then those last two episodes came out the same day as Mando season one or Mando season three episode one came out. So a lot yeah. of those people were like, Why would I watch this when I can watch Mando? So like people don't even like understand how great this show ended. Because of the timing of the placement on Disney Plus, yeah, and I feel well, like if you would have combined them. We I would have been okay with two, three weeks, or four weeks, even of no new Star Wars content. Like, give me a month sure. off. That's
1: fine. I think the big, I think the big balance for shows like The Bad Batch is like, do you want to go all in on more intensity and more of the adult, like the deeper adult themes, right? Mm-hmm. And alienate a younger audience. Or do you want to go the opposite direction on the pendulum and alienate the adult audience because it's too much of a kid's show? So I feel like they were trying to find a balance of like, mm. this isn't fully an adult show. It's also not fully a kid show.
2: And then someone's head gets chopped off.
1: Right. <laughs> so you know but they have to find the balance that I, I feel like there had to be some of those throwaway episodes yeah. just for the younger like it's like the, the the speeder thing like that was such a that's like a kids yeah. show episode you know what I'm saying
2: yeah it felt like the it's easily contained d 2 run Clone Wars episode oh gosh tonight.
1: I mean but you're not you're not wrong so
0: so let me ask you this yeah. what do you think of Crosshair's arc in season 2
1: Uh, the funny thing, so, I, I like, I like it, it made, it made me frustrated because he, like, finally comes around, and then he's, he's strapped to a table, (laughs) but I get it, I I get, like, that's a good move for the long game, because it gives him more time to act in season three. Mm Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, There, there's a part of me that, like, almost feels like season two could have happened without him in it and still been just as good.
0: Oh, I disagree. Oh, I disagree so much. No. I, like, there's so
2: many good episodes. The like best the- episodes was just him and, and not the Bad Badge.
0: So, like, I agree that a lot of the stuff... I mean, I guess, aside have, from the
1: politics episodes, but...
0: So I, and, I agree that a lot of the stuff would have ended the same because there are two separate arcs
1: that
0: are yeah. storylines that parallel, so you could do that, but yeah, I think you needed to cross your episodes to show where the other arc was going to because now everyone's the focus is on Mount Tantis they don't know where Mount Tantis is or not yeah' they're that's, true. For it. that's a that's a good point. that's a good point, assuming that tech is still alive, he's gonna be brought to Tantis. and yeah, you know in the uh politics arc we have that like assassin clone that was repurposed. Yeah. And like, that's what Crosshair and tech are probably going to get turned into. And so like seeing those two storylines, like we know that in season three, we're going to see Crosshair and tech be assassin clones fighting against the bad batch. We're probably going to see that just because we saw those two storylines parallel to each other. Yeah.
1: I, I guess I said that because part of me didn't fully remember those episodes. But
2: the cross or the the Cody the and Cross him. And Cody? Yeah.
0: When oh. they had the, the, the wall so- of Fallen Soldiers and then yeah, um, Cody Defected and then mm-hmm. the snow episode.
1: I yeah, I like the snow episode.
0: Onset in Minnesota. For real.
1: A couple <laughs> miles so away true. from <laughs> that's so awesome. freaking true, too. <laughs> um but yeah i like that episode i really like that he he actually kills the officer at the end oh yeah so cool because like the dude i wanted to punch him in the face mm-hmm. the entire episode was, was not, sound not, funny. what
0: so one of my friends from church his name is nolan which was officer nolan or lieutenant yeah. Nolan, whatever so i was like yeah i texted him i was like hey because he watched star wars I was like hey you are now part of star wars canon <laughs> he was like oh sweet i haven't seen the episode but i'm looking forward to it so then like next Sunday at church. yeah it's like I'm sorry that I was such a and he said a not family friendly word, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, who yeah. I was in Star Wars, but like he's kind of it was just funny, but
1: yeah, yeah, I I I'm he got what he deserved. I remember yeah. when I was watching that with Michaela, we were both like good. Do it. Do. Just like <laughs> slow clapping after that mm-hmm. happened cuz he was he was he was many things that I probably am not going to speak out loud, but yeah, I didn't like him at all. Um, but yeah, I mean that though I need to go back and rewatch that season because a lot of it was a blur for me. But yeah, I mean it upheld the quality and the storytelling for the most part that we are used to from the Clone Wars and the Bad Batch releases thus far. Like it it didn't it it felt like a continuation of those stories and a continuation of the quality mm-hmm. of those stories for me. Like At at one point, even in the midst of like the 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 more throwaway like filler episodes, I never once thought this is really bad. I never once thought like you know the quality dipped. Needed your
2: opinion on the (laughs) podcast episode. So yeah, all right. There was times me and Jeremiah were struggling. We we're
0: like, I don't want to talk about this episode tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, really? Were, oh yeah. The racing this, episode. There was a couple of I can't remember, whatever, but they were just like that. We're just like, oh, here with we the go. The robot, again. the robot dinosaur thing, like, like, I just let down. we were like, this is the most disappointing. Like,
1: you know, it's funny. I don't even remember that episode. Exactly. Where they
0: find that gem, <laughs> like the the the, the oh Ob- oh, oh the, the thing
1: you're talking about the thing from uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, That's what it reminded looked me like of. That, yeah. 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 Okay. So that that was a that was a, and I I, a I tried
0: to save it at the end. I was like, the last shot of the season. Like they they the camera is looking at another cave. Like they're gonna come back. <laughs> they're gonna like something's gonna come up. I like, was like, am like this thing. episode <laughs> has to mean something. And I was wrong. I I
1: tried. But. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's funny because I literally hadn't remembered that until you said something. Is this so. Like,
2: those episodes it's like why like why are we here and maybe it is because we need to keep that younger audience but i feel like another way to do it is maybe not cut off people's heads maybe <laughs> maybe just cut the violence down a little bit
1: well we but it's also them. it also is because it, he's it's, the one it's the it's themes though too it's like themes and storytelling you you it would be very easy for them to continue with like the deeper story beats throughout an entire season and stick to the intensity all season, kind of like Andor. But then it would go over a kid's head. You can't, I you feel can't like story season tell one, the they same way.
2: Was, they, they did so well with season one. That didn't, uh, yeah. It didn't That's feel true. like that though. It just felt choppy.
0: The one thing that we forgot to talk about though. Zillow Beast is back baby. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. How did you feel about them bringing the Zillow Beast because that, that was a story arc that palpatine was like at the end like I have plans for this ha ha, ha. and yeah, yeah, a little yeah. smirk like
1: that was great. I I mean like I d- wasn't surprised at all cuz I'm like yeah. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure we had a conversation at one point on the podcast that was like you pretty much predicted or was it it was in your fan fiction or something you predicted the I don't uh, remember we Beast. had a we had a conversation about the Zilla Beast and I, I'm I think it was when the trailer it.
0: came out last summer.
1: Maybe you I think called I just it though
0: screenshotted like that's the Zilla Beast with his mouth open for like two frames. Like
1: Yeah. I because I remember when that pop when he when it popped up on the screen, I literally thought of you, Jeremiah. I was like, oh yeah, this Aww. is this is a we like we called this at some point. <laughs> and I didn't remember when, but I was like, Yeah, this is Jeremiah was right. So all right, yeah.
0: Cool, cool. Yep. Now for the next, the good, the bad, the ugly, and the beautiful, <sighs> Mandalorian season three. Andrew, what are your thoughts on?
2: Is this the last one?
0: No. Then we got visions. We got visions. Oh. And then we got voicemails.
1: No, I know we, we got I a just... lot. We forgot about visions. All, All right. I know how Drew thought about it. <laughs> um. Yeah. I.
0: All right, vision.
1: No <laughs> no, I am no, trying bad, to think. Huh? No, 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 no. I'm trying to think about I'm I'm trying to think about how to communicate how I felt about it. Again, maybe the best way to say it is it was really good. I love it for what it is, but it felt like a missed opportunity. I feel so, like that's like that's my, like my running theme tonight.
0: So, I hear two things. So like one, if you go back and look, just think about season one and think about season two, you can think about every single episode individually. You can remember those episodes individually, like what each one was.
1: That is actually you go to season three, scary. True. Now I that you're saying
0: it. I can't tell you the like. Diff- you have the Chorus episode. You have like oh. the, the giant bird pterodactyl thing. I can't remember if, what happened before, which episode I
1: you know what? It's, I
0: can't it's remember can't remember yeah. the Lizzo episode.: No I remember that, but like I can't remember like where that happened in the season. I can't like it's, it's all blurred together movie. season three, and so like the well, takeaway is like there's fewer takeaways because you just remember, yeah, the bigger story arcs rather than the individual it's, stories.
1: It's actually kind of scary that you say that because I I feel understood, but I like I wasn't looking for that. That, that validation from you until you said it, and then I realized that you were like describing the way I felt <laughs> while you were saying it. it's like really yeah. weird the way that just happened. Um, so Red Buff says Grogu needs to leave, and I completely okay. agree. Yeah, I so He's again, ball going, back, chain. <laughs> go, going back to Book of Boba Fett, they never should have reunited him. They like the whole of the first two freaking seasons. Was him getting back to the Jedi. And then they're like, Nope, psych. <laughs> He's back in the story. And it's like, no. Like the the whole, the whole point of Den's journey was to get Grogu back to Luke. And then he does. And then all of a sudden, you got this whole wide open po- set of possibilities of the Darksaber and Bo Katan and all of their the, the struggles for the Darksaber and Ruling Mandalore. It's like, nope, Grogu's back. And he's got a really cool ship. Like I love the N one. N one is has always been one of my favorite Starfighters, anyways. And seeing like the hot rotted version is super cool. Zeb, heck yeah. yes, love that. Freaking, I freaked the heck out. It actually got spoiled oh, yeah. for me earlier in the day, but I freaked out when I saw him. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I so I didn't hate the Lizzo episode. Like a lot of people oh, didn't hate it. This is my.
0: Hot take. Worst episode of all three seasons of Mandalorian. And one of the worst things in all of Star Wars.
1: Okay, yeah, I, I agree with the first. I do not agree with the second.
2: I loved that episode. I thought it was I, fun. It was I, cool. Like I,
1: yeah, I mean, it was like, I, it, it felt jarring to me because of all the, the three cameos in that episode being yeah. condensed into one episode out of nowhere. It's just like, whoa there are a lot of really big name it would be it would have been different if like the actors had been spread out across the Over entire season. season like if, yeah, if it feels right. like a Lizzo episode and then like a jack black episode and then a christopher lloyd episode you know but I christopher mean, that, lloyd that's his name right yeah, Did I, yeah that's my thought
0: yeah it should have only been him in that episode and focused on him versus mando like the story should have been focused on that rather than oh we get two seconds of him at the beginning and then Katya at the end and then that's yeah it. like
1: yeah I mean I enjoyed the battle droids I, I thought it was really yeah. cool yeah. for the first time like really seeing them in live action outside of like because like they were in the they were in <laughs> Attack of the Clones and in the fan and uh, Revenge of the Sith but it was like they didn't do as much as they did in the Clone Wars so it was really cool to see them like really go and do some stuff.
0: I like puzzler's comment. They for real just drew names out of a hat. <laughs> yeah,
1: it it felt like that. It felt like that. I mean, it was interesting because like the other thing that I thought was very weird was like so they start off the season where it's like okay, Din's got to go. He's got to get baptized in the water again. So so the first the first thing that they scrapped was Grogu leaving. It's like okay, Grogu's back. Whatever. Now we've got but we have the hope of like this epic pilgrimage to Mandalore. And it's like, nope. We got there in like three. I don't remember if it was two or three episodes. I think it, was but it was
0: like second episode is when it happens.
1: Yeah. So I remember we sat down, McKayla and I sat down to watch it. Watch it, and I was like, Al- already, like we're we're just mm-hmm. we're just on Mandalore already. Oh, we're at the water already. Like I I remember, a few times during the episode, I was like, okay, well maybe they're gonna get a Mandalore. And like it's gonna take him a while to get down. Nope, we're we're just already like we're just there. And
0: he gets attacked by a giant robot spider with an eyeball. Like,
1: yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was cool. It was it was cool, but it's Bakugan. like what? It looked like the
2: villain from Bakugan. Remember those Legos?
1: No, Bakugan. Uh-huh. I have no idea. The the remember. anime Bakugan.
2: Yeah, those Legos. Remember.
1: No, you talking about Bionicle? Bionicle. Bakugan yes. is an anime yes. about little yes. marbles that turn into monsters. <laughs> Very <Cool>. different experience. <laughs> but yeah, but it, did, it did remind me. Of, yeah, Bionicle. Bionicle um, that's what I meant. So like, yeah, I mean, like it was cool, and it was it was cool to see Bo-Katan like Whoop Tail with the dark saber, you know, and and not it's not Din just like struggling to hold it the whole time because that was kind yeah. of a letdown. But I understand why. But still, you know, it was cool to see someone like pick it up and like do something with it, really flashy. Um, but the Mythosaur thing, I, okay. Oh, it's amazing. I get that they have to pay, they, they're playing the long game with that. I get it. I understand that there is, there's a point to that and it not paying off in, the, in this season. I understand it, but it's like, really? You're just gonna, you're gonna spin two episodes, we're already at Mandalore already, and then we see the Mythosaur, and then like we don't get it again. You know, I, I don't know. Um, we got it at the end. Yeah, at the end. Yeah.
0: Another selfie shot.
1: Yeah, that's
2: Dude, true. When we saw that, I was freaking out. I thought yeah. it was so cool. So also, amazing.
1: freaking. I guess Din is not his first name. Hmm. You remember when?
0: uh No, we talked about that. So like, Din Grogu, rather than. Yeah.
1: I don't understand Go why. Rude. Yeah. Jarin. So we
0: were thinking it has to do with the whole apprenticeship thing. That the apprentice has to be recognized by oh, who, who the master is uh, because you're just uh, an apprentice. Yeah. You're not allowed to have a name for yourself. So we were kind of going along those that's, lines.
1: That's pretty good, actually. It's
2: so either that or they're like, they always put their last name first. But there's cultures out there that, yeah, Korean,
1: Korea does that. Yeah, yeah. and well, even Japan, parts of
2: China too.
1: Yeah, yeah. I um, I don't know. I mean, like again, there wasn't anything. I don't remember an episode of that season that I I watched and was like, that was a waste of time. Like, legitimately, I don't. I didn't feel that. Yeah, me either. But I think that I found myself wondering what we were doing many times like where are we going why are we here instead of here you know like i don't know like the whole the whole lizzo episode like it was fun but like it felt like a very elaborate way just to get them to go talk to axe wolves like you know like and i get why like they they needed them to do something but like it, then it's like the last five minutes of the episode, and then she does the dark saber, and she gets it on like a weird loophole technicality.
0: Yeah, how do you feel about that loophole thing?
1: <sighs> when he started talking, like I knew immediately where this was going, and Me I like rolled, I, I rolled my eyes. I was like, okay, this is just very convenient at this I, point.
2: I understand why people don't like that episode, and I get it. It is the speed Ra- racer episode of the Mandalorian season three. I understand that. <laughs> <laughs> but for me it's like I like those Those cameos Like I I appreciated it I thought it was cool yeah, I thought it was sure. different yeah. Lizzo kind of threw me off a little bit But I like her so much as like an artist That I can respect sure. it And I think it's cool Jack yeah. Black's one of the most amazing people of all time Like he doesn't miss ever I mean go watch Mario It's amazing He's I so good seen that. He's so good I've heard it's But really it's good. just like so it uh, for me that doesn't throw away that episode, but I understand why people like Jeremiah are like this was just dumb. Like we could have just went to, they could have just went straight to him, had that thing, yeah, and then they could have done something else in the rest of the episode. Like I yeah,
1: like I God. mean, I I'm, I'm re- I was really excited to see Lizzo in Star Wars because I I really enjoy her as a person too, but like I don't know I the I think the what it boils down to for me was was the pacing, yeah, it felt like they accomplished some of the things way too quickly, and then, and then too some slowly. of it <laughs> yeah and then some of it was yeah. like eerily slow, um you know like the the um pirates were were a cool addition uh, the dog fighting in the fighters was was really great, looked great, you know um but it just felt like it was very overly complicated when it didn't need to be the whole season. There, like there was just so much going on, you know, that they could have shaved away some of it, stuck to a really consistent story, and it would have been a lot better in some ways. What was um, your thoughts
2: of the main pirate? Did it throw you off a little bit when you first saw him?
0: the pirate king, the little. seaweed guy?
1: It was whatever. I mean, I there thought he looked like nice, a muppet
2: character.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I, I thought the, the effects, like he looked great and the effects were nice, but I don't know.
0: So, okay, here, here's the thing. So, John Favreau, I, I think it was, I don't know if it was before the season came out or in the middle or something, but he made the comment that Mandalorian Season 3 is the middle of the story. Yeah, yeah. Meaning- Because
1: there's supposed to be five seasons, right?
0: Well- Non, or four seasons in a movie. Well, well, there's a... Well, you have the Ahsoka show, you have uh, Skeleton Crew, you have the movie. We know there's a season four. So when you look at any TV show or movie or something, the middle of the story is always a slow part. That's yeah. the most... like It's what you forget about the most because you remember what happened in the beginning, the conflict begins, and then you yeah. get the conflict resolved. And the middle yeah. part is kind of like the waiting game, figuring things out. And so... I try to see it as that part of the story where it's the middle of the big story with all the shows that's going to conclude with the heir to the empire movie. Sure. Like where we see it as a big story, it's going to just be the middle part of the story, which isn't always the best.
1: I agree. And I think in hindsight, we're going to look up, we're going to look back and see it much more favorably than we do now. Right. Again, again, not bad in the slightest. Like just had a weird the, pacing for you. Yeah, it was just weird. It was like, okay, so IG IG11 is back, but he's like a Gundam. Yeah. <laughs> and or like a Megazord, whichever mech reference you want to put in there. Like he he's there. And then like Moff Gideon. Okay, so like the Moff Gideon oh, thing. Yeah, we even talked about that I, I was like, why? Like I get it, but like it was so late in the season. That like he finally shows up and then the clone thing, you you it's revealed that he's cloning himself, but then that's gone. They hit the little button combination that explodes the tanks. Why is that in there? Just don't put it in the dang (laughs) computer. That's what I'm trying to say. But whatever, (laughs) you know, don't put that button combination in. Because imagine it's like There's
2: always a red button that says don't push. Yeah, it's Why? like imagine I'm sure you're in Photoshop,
1: touch. you know, you're photoshopping something you're in Canva or whatever, and you accidentally hit the wrong command code, and all of a sudden your clones just blow up. Like, you know, <laughs> so the Praetorian guards were really, really cool to see the early versions of those, but like also kind of a throwaway thing. Moff Gideon's armor kind of, I don't know, it, it just I felt like. It also, I, thought it, I really thought it was Moffinian. super cool. Do
0: you think that was Muffkin? Do you think that was a clone?
1: I don't even. The, the I, problem I, is, I, I don't actually. actually him, but. I, the problem is, is I don't care enough, mm. and that's that's the problem. Because first two seasons, I cared as I cared a lot more about his character, mm-hmm. but like now, it's just like okay, well, you're just gonna throw him in the last two episodes.
0: So, I agree. Yeah, but we were thinking about all right. Moff Gideon was the villain for the first 3 seasons and cause like we're talking about okay did he survive or did he die like yeah whatever all that stuff we're saying okay story wise he has to die because now the big bad is Thrawn. He's the villain/antagonist slash whatever word you prefer because some people don't like the calm of anti-hero villain. whatever like yeah so like I think he did die because he has to die because he's not the big bad leading the rise of the empire. It's Thrawn. He is the true. Sure, sure. True, uh, whatever. It's kind of like going back to the Chiss Ascendancy trilogy, you have General Yiv the Benefola, whatever Benef- you Benef- are saying Ah, yes. Like he, thought, he thought he was a big hotshot leading everything, but no, yep. it was. Um, what's the Grisk guy's name?
1: I'm totally, I'm blinking. I'm blinking too. The main
0: Gris guy, like he was like way he was above him, like he, like, yeah. threw him away because he's nothing. Like, um, just j- j- jixtus, jixtus.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There you, go. There you go,
0: nice. Now, Nailed but it. he's spoiler alert, he's dead too, so there's someone above him, like, yeah. It's just kind of like paralleling like Thrawn? He was leading, like, people thought they were big hot shots, but he's actually, yeah, the hot shot.
1: I I guess like just that. put it put him like I'm fine with him dying. He's not dead yeah. though. Well, I'm fine with his story, but like I guess for me it would have been nicer to just like see him earlier, right? Like because it because it's like they get the reference like oh he never made it to the war tribunal and they say it like four <laughs> times to really drive the home the point you know it's like mm-hmm. in a few different episodes they say it and I'm like okay Moff Gideon is is a thing like when are we gonna see him and then you see the the Lambda shuttle. And there's Beskar and all these things, and it's like, okay, where's Moth Gideon? And then the last two episodes, he finally shows up. I'm like, okay, th- I think that's why it felt throwaway to me. Mm. I, w- I just wish I'd gotten more of him.
2: So or, my or, my point it, it, was you know. why Moth isn't dead, and I and I said this in an episode was when they went back to that bar and looked at all the trophies, and they they panned over all those helmets and he was like, oh, Grogu's really admiring these trophies. Mandel would have brought his helmet. I don't know. I think he would have brought that helmet and be like,
0: yeah. It would be so cool if really... he brought Moff Gideon's helmet and was like, here, I got a trophy that you can put on your rack. Like, if yeah, he really yeah. wanted yeah, to like, cool. t-
2: tell us that he was dead, it would have been that. Or another thing is, we know he's cloning and Moff Gideon has a mustache. Yeah, that mustache didn't. thing
0: was stupid. Uh, okay. You don't need to stop with that <laughs> Just saying.
2: <laughs>
0: so. Uh, but maybe we could end with this.
2: But I also I also want to say, though, that I think another way they could bring Moff Gideon back is from behind the scenes, kind of not fighting Thrawn, but like messing up Thrawn's plans from behind.
0: Yeah, we were talking about that too. How. Gideon does he come clearly in not to help not... the rebellion, but to get Thrawn to lose. Kind of like be interesting. General Hux. I don't want you guys to win. I want Kylo to yeah. lose. Like something like yeah. that.
1: Some Yellow Snow somehow mock Gideon return. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but I was gonna ask what are your thoughts on the Darksaber is no more? It has been destroyed.
1: I I don't I don't mind it. I don't mind it because they gave us the mythosaur, which means more than the dark Facts, you know what I'm saying? So it's like the I I I I'll, I'll, I feel a little bit like by the time we had gotten to season three, that like the the significance of the dark had had diminished yeah, so really much, anyways. Because like it, it just it, the way that they treated it in the Lizzo episode, where it's like here's a technicality, plot well, twist. Here it is. Like, Go, take it, bo katan You know, if
2: they really did worship it, then they would have saw that. Uh they didn't worship like Yeah. If they were really brought that into fruition, that those guys that were serving whatever his name is, the other mandolin. Axe, Wove. Axe. Like, he probably, like, should have been like, well, he has the Darksaber, you know? But they only really did it after she beat him up. Like, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean... I'm fine with it not being there because they obviously ha- are shifting the focus towards the mythosaur as being mm-hmm. the thing, the the significant thing, and I think it means more as a Mandalorian for someone to have to go through the 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 process of like taming one and being able to ride it and stuff. Like that's way cooler than and way more intense, really, than just like fighting for a sword and winning. In my opinion, um, but I think that it it needed to it needed an end. I mean it's sad to see it go because of how unique of a lightsaber it was. But also I think it needed to it needed to be to be gone for new things to progress.
2: We don't know. She could have grabbed that Kyber Crystal.
1: I, dude, I so help me, if season four drops and the darksaber is back, somehow the darksaber returns. It's I'm gonna be like, you have
0: what? In the Ahsoka chair, we see Hu Yang, and Ahsoka has to build a new saber. Hey Bo Katan, can I have that carbo crystal from you? <laughs> sure.
1: okay, that's so that's cool. <laughs> but if it's just like, oh, we fixed the dark and now the ruler of Mandalore still needs it, I'm like, okay, seriously.
0: They, they, so, like in the Ahsoka series, there's a bo katan episode where she rebuilds it. If to watch Ahsoka, so when they see season four of Mandalore, yeah, she yeah, has yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, what did yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh, so yeah, I miss? Yeah. Also,
1: I mean, don't don't do that again well. because they've already they've already backtracked on the Grogu story. They've already gotten to Mandalore way too fast. Don't don't give me the dark again. Just We're don't. We're used
2: to them backtracking. Fixing mistakes so, after fan reactions. <laughs>
1: That's true.
2: They got rid of Grogu, and they're like, "Oh shoot, how are we gonna make money on little merchandise?" The reason they brought
0: Grogu back was so they can make money off the IG Rags. Grogu Gundam. Oh, a
1: hundred, a hundred and fifty percent. They're gonna have a
0: black series of that. They're gonna make pops with that. They're gonna, and
1: it'll be one of the the premium ones that costs like sixty dollars or it'll something. Be a Hot
0: toy of him. And, they're gonna make yeah. a a Lego, a two thousand piece Lego thing. Of that, I
1: wouldn't. I wouldn't buy that.
0: If I buy it to you, would you put it together?
1: Yes. If I didn't have to spend money on it, sure.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right. That was Season three. Yep. What we have left now, last thing. Finally, we're, we're on the home stretch. Yep. Visions Volume Two. Yep. So I asked you to rank the episodes. So we'll Ooh. start from your bottom and let's do quick, couple minutes each. Yeah, episodes. So, what was your
1: least? Well, I saw my
2: list. I want to bold my list. Uh, so, b- so before
1: episode? I dive in, it's worth noting that the vibe of this season was very, very different mm-hmm. in a really good way
3: mm.
1: for me. Like, I missed the like Japanese anime style vibes, like being kind of the center. Of, like, I still, I still love the Ronin. Like, it's one of the the coolest. Star Wars things that I've ever seen but I loved how much heart and how much like how heavy the story beats were for this this season like it was mm. like this one made me way more emotional than the first one by mm. a long shot
2: oh, right. interesting
1: yeah so anyways uh, my least favorite Screechers Reach <gasps> <laughs> wow are you kidding me so here's here's, here's what I thing. here's what I want to Here's what I want to say. It was extremely wow. difficult. It was extremely difficult to rank these. Extremely difficult.
2: That's Jeremiah's favorite episode of all Star Wars.
1: That's that's fine. I so the reason why <laughs> I, the reason why and, and I, it's really this and I'm your mother at the bottom for me. Like I don't really. That was my bottom I, one. I am your mother. Was like. How
0: do you can put them so close together? Because a, oh because
1: God. I got I came away from that episode unsettled. <laughs> the chat. Andrew's no longer
2: welcome on the block.
1: <laughs> That's fine. I mean, someone someone uh has to have a controversial opinion about this stuff. So like between the three of us. So like I that episode was very unsettling for me. Maybe it was the art style of the witch. And like, dude, like I, I was like, for some reason, like off put by how like intense and scary that was. Mm. Like I wasn't scared, but it, there was something about it that made me uneasy. Miles was and, scared. And then why well, that doesn't surprise me. And then at the end, when you realize what happened, so I'm sad. like, yo, this is really freaking dark. And I both love it and do not love it for that same reason. I think this is one of the most complex episodes of visions, but there was something <laughs> about that for me
0: it, that being said, how can you put that at the bottom of well
1: your it's because of the it's because of the, the emotional themes that come in the other episodes for me personally Oh, okay theres some there's some heavy hitters for me at the top, like heavy hitters for the way that they resonated with me, so like Realistically, it's probably I am your mother. Like now that I'm talking through it, I like this one more than I am your mother. And I'm actually liking it more than Sith. So, maybe By I'll end change it. This episode
0: it. we're going to have that up in your top 3 at least. So it, cool. It's
1: definitely it's definitely now that I'm thinking about it more probably moving up. However,
2: No, I like, just keep it on the but just keep It was it was, just...
1: it was it was I don't know why, but like I left that episode and I was like that was just really freaking dark. Like the whole thing. It was depressing. Like but it was it was just really depressing. Like she is manipulated into killing someone. And because like I she she gets the lightsaber and I was like, oh, she's gonna realize that this is a human and she's not gonna do anything because she's gonna see the human nope. Nope. Done. And then I it was a really good plot twist to have like the Sith, the weird looking Sith lady, look like something from Samurai Jack, <laughs> pulling the strings.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But I don't know. It was it was just like I got through with the episode. I was like, this is really depressing. She's leaving her friends. She killed the thing, the witch. She's leaving with the the scary looking thing with the the ship that looked like it was the creature from Nope. Like, I don't know.
0: That's just why I loved it so much for all those reasons. Like, if you want to see me get teary eyed, go watch my reaction video. Like, it was because it was so emotional because of how she was betrayed, like and deceived, like and her leaving her friends, and, like, the... I'm guessing you didn't watch any of the behind-the-scenes of these episodes?
1: I haven't yet, no. These,
0: they elevate the episodes a lot when you watch them, but, like, okay. you, you talk about, like, the art style of, like, the witch in the dark, like... Yeah. They did that by paintbrushes. Like, that scene oh, was yeah. all done with paintbrushes, whereas everything else was digital drawn.
1: That Yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah. like,
0: that's why I looked like it. But, like, the music was amazing. Like, the storytelling yeah. was... It, it was the show don't tell thing that I love, yeah, yeah. and I'm like this is the Village Bride of season two for me. I didn't okay. do I didn't do a 25 minute PowerPoint like I did before, but <laughs> all right, that's what you said. But so
1: I I, I guess I am your mother would probably be, be my least favorite now. But
0: right. okay, we will go on to that one now. I am your mother.
1: It was it was great and it was very heartwarming and I love the like the Wallace and Gromit like style. Well, kind of look done. to it. It was done huh? by them. Yeah, I I figured I didn't know for sure, but I, I figured it was similar. But like I I I just enjoyed how like heartwarming that one was.
2: I love that episode. It's my number. You know, three. it's
1: like the classic. Like you really don't like your parents, and then you realize they have a lot to live or a lot to offer, <laughs> and you come around and see. Like it was it was just really nice and heartwarming, and it just made me feel really good, especially. After Screecher's Reach, <laughs> you know, so it's like I don't, I don't know.
2: <laughs> I love that episode.
1: It, it was, it was cute.
2: Miles loves that episode.
1: I watched Yeah, that that makes that weak makes weak. a lot of sense.
2: Yeah. And so. uh what's his name replaces role in that so wedge as
1: Wedge.
0: The voice actor was the actor. So, heck yeah. All right.
1: So yeah, I mean, it was. It, uh, there's not much. I mean, it was. All of these are really beautiful, beautifully done, and really like extremely well made. But I don't know. I just, it was it was nice.
0: Yeah, that was my bottom one. So like I get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, next on your list, number seven.
2: Uh, Sith. That was my number seven.
0: That was a surprise because when I watched it, I'm like, oh, Andrew's gonna love this episode because of the theme of the balance of the light and the dark within one person. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah yeah,, no, no, no. I mean, th- like that was when they when they hit on that, I was like, this is what I've been saying the whole time, you know, like I love that, and I, I really like the really unique lightsaber combat and stuff. Um, there was something about the art style for me that was really difficult. It made it more difficult for me to grasp. I don't know why, but maybe it was because of the some of the textures and some of the scenes were like over the entire thing. I don't know I, I like i i it's it's beautiful it's a great story but like that one just didn't resonate with me as much as some of the other ones i, I it's it's seven because of the combat and because of the like the like the cool lightsabers and stuff um and the themes of balance but yeah it was it didn't it didn't resonate with me in the same way the other ones did mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So. It was my yeah. number seven.
0: So. All right. Number six.
1: <clears throat> uh, Journey to the Dark Head. Mm. It's good. Solid episode. Lightsaber combat was phenomenal. The art style was phenomenal. Like, uh, I really liked the Jedi's character arc in kind of coming into himself towards that, towards the end there. Uh also hit on the theme of balance pretty strongly. Um, I and it, I liked it more than Sith because of the combat and because of the art style. But it was kind of one of those that was like, "Yeah, this is, this is great," but yeah.
0: yeah. So, same studio that did Legend of Korra. If you
1: ah, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um,
0: yeah, I had that, This one second from the bottom. Because
1: me too,
2: actually.
0: I the story didn't make sense on why the girl went to the Jedi Council asking for permission to go when she's not a Jedi and she didn't even want a Jedi to accompany her.
1: You know, I like, did not ever realize that, and now it's much lower on my list. <laughs> 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 so I, yeah, I,
0: I just didn't get it. Like there's all, all that the stuff things about it that were kind of weird, and so. Yeah. All right. Cool. So number
1: 5 in the stars. So this is this is where this is the point in the list where they really start like hitting me emotionally. Um like I just I just thought the the whole thing with like the paint and the relationships with the sisters and the mother was just like really beautiful. Like really beautiful to see. And I really really loved that final moment where the sister is like Okay, so my sister, my younger sister, is in danger. And now I'm going to finally give in to the thing that I've been trying to run from for most of my life because it killed my mother. And now we're going to do it together. I just, I, like, I just really liked that story and how it progressed. And the art style was really cool and really beautiful. So
0: so fun fact about this episode and Ayu's song, not stop motion. 100% yeah. CGA.
1: Yep. We actually, during IU song, I paused it a few times and McKay and I had conversations about because like some of the texturing in IU song is so good that it almost makes you think it was like a, like a cloth doll, you know? But anyways, yeah. So in yeah. the stars, loved it. It was really nice. All
0: right, number four.
1: So I'm, I'm doing, I'm calling an audible here and switching number three and number four to me now. Okay. Uh, you're probably going to hear Cheeto in the background. He's, he's starting his, uh, towards the evening. I need attention. Meows. His problem. Uh, where he, he just yells, he goes into the kitchen and yells and hopes one of us will come out there and, and mess with him. Um, so I'm maybe not. Maybe not.
0: Tied for a third. What are these two?
1: <laughs> uh, so I would say The Spy Dancer and The Pit. Um, the Pit, to me, was really... Like, it, the story didn't progress the way that I thought. It was like, so we have the slaves, and then, oh crap, they left them there. Like, I didn't expect them to just leave them there. And then they left them. And then the kid gets out. And I'm like, okay, this is where the story is going to take a turn. And he's going to save the people. And they literally kill him. <laughs> I remember I, we were watching that and Micaiah was like, they are not about to throw him and they throw him. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a really like sad story. And... There, there was something about that story to me, and I don't know how to describe it, that resonated really, really deeply with me when the people finally took a stand and like got the help that they needed after being stuck in this hole for so long. I don't know. It, 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 like re- it hit me pretty hard. I was like, maybe it was because I just wasn't expecting them to be treated that way in a Star Wars story. But then you know,
0: yeah, it is Star Wars. Is this how the Empire would treat someone? Yeah, right, 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 (laughs) right, right, right.
1: right. Yeah. But I think that there's also it was also really powerful to see this big group of people band together to make a really lasting change in that like contained universe. Like they got the people to come out and then the, the the townspeople instead of turning away, they realized what was happening and they helped. I don't know. It, th- this, that really one was really hard to put opinions my
2: opinions on. This one,
0: yeah, huh? Drew, Drew and I had opposite opinions. Like we both had it low on our list. It's yeah. but, my like, one. but like I was like, this is very like typical Empire. Like this is like I could feel like this could actually happen in Star Wars. Yeah. Like it wasn't like yeah. some fantastical thing like we see in some of these other ones. Like this could actually happen. This is what the Empire would actually do. Yeah, And it's the people rising up when they see yeah. an injustice, when they're made aware of an injustice, they rise up and they fight the empire. And then, but like, Drew is like, yeah. I didn't I like it for-
2: because those people, the only reason why they're there is because of those slaves. And they're still reaping the benefit off of those slaves. They go and help them, but they're there because of them.
1: Well, so this and that opens up. Me. This opens up a very complicated moral debate of like when something is is created on the back and on the suffering of someone else, mm-hmm. but you don't know it at the time. Mm. Like how? What is the response when you find out? You know, and it's and we don't see that in the story. Well, so like th- I a hundred percent get what you're saying.
2: I need a. For me, I wanted them to be like, "All right, here's my clothes. Here's my house. Like, yeah. I needed Only a that." a twenty minute thing. They can't. Right, whole right, series. right, right, right. I get. I that. think I'm just saying that's where my perspective is from, and I, yeah. and I understand that because like we're all using iPhones and phones that are literally still built on slaves right now currently. Yeah. And yeah. so I understand that. Every Jeremiah, he's got his old because he doesn't have. Yeah, my my for.
0: my uh, Cobalt uh impression footprint is not as big as others <laughs> uh,
1: yes A so and i think i think it's that is illuminating for me as to why it resonated because it's also worth noting like this is the first time like we've really seen like accurate representations of people of color mm-hmm. in in this specific way yeah. and i think that was one of the things that really so hit me too on that it, note yeah
0: so if the behind the scenes on this one so this is a partnership between Lucasfilm and the jap and a, a Japanese anime studio. The ones that did Attack on Titan. The guy that wrote the story it was from Lucasfilm. Worked in like film and audio, like records or something like that. Yeah, he came up with this story. Who he happens to be black. He wrote the story, pitched it to his manager. His manager pitched it to his manager, and worked it all the way up to Kathleen Kennedy, and she said yes.
1: Uh. And
0: The studio is an all-black owned anime studio in
1: Japan. That's sick. Yeah, it's the same
2: studio that did Attack on Titan.
1: Yeah. So that's that's where that's where it comes in. Yeah, that's cool. It was just really cool to see, like, you know, like black people and seeing like the textured hair and stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, it didn't feel like more of like a whitewash. Like here's a here's the the whitewashed representation of black people. But I think it was like that coupled with the struggle that they were going to through. And then like, I don't know why, but the kid's sacrifice like hit me pretty hard. And then that like the graffiti mural at the end, I was like, this is, it was just beautiful. It was beautiful for me. So yeah, I, there was, there was a lot about it that reminded me of, of themes and things that happen in the real world. And so that was, that was another thing that drew me in. So anyways, so all that to say, the Pit, and then Spy Dancer, I loved. First of all, the art style was really, really cool. It was, It had like a jankiness drew, to it. you hated it. It I had like a it, jankiness to it. It is my number one, though. It was your number one?
2: Yeah.
1: Because, like, because of the behind, behind the scenes. And on behind this. the scenes. Oh, interesting. So I, it had a jankiness to it that I loved in the art style. It, it was kind of messy in a, in a, in a yeah. weird way. Yeah. But I loved it, and I love in i love the way that they revealed the character at the end because in this short story all of a sudden at the very end you find this thing out and it leaves you with a story that feels so much longer and so much more expansive than what was contained in that short like, right the, you know the, literally a short and so it's like what did the empire do to this guy to make him forsake everything that he was did he do it willingly? Was it forced on him? If it was forced on him, why would he continue serving them? You know, it's like all of these questions start hitting you at the end of this episode. And then you look back and you're like, it just makes everything else so much better. Right. And I love the the I love the reveal. Cause like I genuinely did not expect it until she started telling him on the rooftop. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is her son. Like so, I don't know. I thought it was beautiful. I thought it was cool.
2: Um, the thing I, that I didn't really like about the art style was like that fat trooper, stormtrooper, <laughs> giant dude. I was like, it threw me off. I was like, what? What's <laughs> dude, I don't know. It, it threw me off. But the thing that I liked about it is that the story is loosely based off of World War
0: II. 100% is World War II. Like, yeah. Like, so. literally, they had cabaret, like, dancers that had like nazis in there and they did in spy france and nazis in paris that
1: and, makes a lot of sense and there was
0: like a well because famous... it was like a
1: french studio wasn't it yeah. yeah yeah
0: and it was a there was like a famous french dancer on that time that had those giant like like clothes like the, the dancer had in their thing like the big uh huh. yeah bedsheet yeah. size thing so it's like yeah. literally paris world war Two
1: just that's cool.
0: Put in, I thought that was pretty cool.
1: Yeah. I really enjoyed the uh the K2 the K2 droid. Oh, that yeah. was that was mm-hmm. that was fun. Showed how BA those those can be when they're yeah. not cracking jokes. <laughs> you know, I love K2 so, but yeah, right. so Spy the Spy dancer was was really all good. Right.
0: Number 2
1: Bandits of Golok. I th- first of all, this is a beautiful episode. Like I love how much like Indian culture they fused into this while still keeping it Star Wars. Like I think that was one of the coolest things for me about this episode was how like just unashamedly, you know, cultural they were they they took this and made it in its in its styling. I love that. But there was there was it was so strange. I got so attached to the siblings in such a short amount of time. That when the ending happened, I like felt the brother's loss in a way that I wasn't expecting. Mm-hmm. I, I and, and maybe that's maybe that's weird, but like, no. I, I got I got so attached because like the the like throughout the, the story, obviously they're two really like cute characters, adorable characters. The girl especially, and you see him like going to su- such links to protect her the entire episode. And then at the very end, he had like instead of continuing to protect her as her brother, he has to give her up willingly. And there's something about that it's like it's just gut wrenching to me because that that's the way it has to be. There's there's no alternative for her for her safety. I also thought it was really cool that the older lady was a Jedi. I kind of called it, but the fight scene was super cool. Um, I don't know. Huh? The Partying
2: of the Red Sea. The yeah,
0: yeah. So, I had a question about this episode for you. So, um, we both watch Corridor Crew and their breakdowns. Yep. And occasionally they do Bollywood stuff, which is always episodes I like watching because it's yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. But a long time, this is probably last summer or something. They were doing one and they made a comment. They're like. It's like they took like VFX from like 2008, but perfected it. You remember them saying that? Yeah. So this episode for me was like, they took Clone Wars Season 5 or 6
1: animation yes. and yes. perfected it. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. I remember thinking about a minute or two into the episode, this is very Clone Wars. Yeah. Like it just felt like that, you know?
0: But it's like right. they perfected. They didn't. Yep. They didn't do season seven Clone Wars quality. Yes. Yes. They yes. its yes.
1: Five or six. I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah.
0: I was like thinking. I was like when I clicked. I was like, Andrew's gonna remember this from quarter crew.
1: Yeah. uh Yeah. That's a. That's a really good call out. That's. That's really good. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, I think. I think the ending it made the rest of that episode more for me than maybe someone else. Right but like the
0: flute got to me when she, it floated yes, out of the
1: water yes 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 but it was just like the whole like you don't see their father you don't you don't get much more about their family but like the whole episode his her brother is like pushing her and pushing her to this one spot and he's taking care of her and he's like we got to get here we got to get here we got to get here and he knows and that i think that was the other realization that hit me is like he knew the entire time what was happening he didn't tell her, and there's a real there's a moment where she like turns around, and like it you can see on her face like everything is just hitting her at once. I don't know, dude. It it just it makes me emotional. So, I loved I loved that episode.
0: All right. Well, then that leaves you number one, which by process uh, of elimination, I know what it is. Go ahead, say it. I
1: was song. Dude, I it it's, it's it was just beautiful in every way the animation was absolutely gorgeous i think part of the reason is cuz she was so adorable but like the animation style was insane it was mm-hmm. beautiful the music was incredible like when it was it, made the,
2: in a barn
1: what they literally. they
2: literally made it in Animation a barn.
0: studios in a barn in South Africa. In South Africa.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's really cool actually. <laughs> yeah. But I I like the the I got teary-eyed when she was doing her song. She was singing and it like purified all the crystals.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And I don't dude, I don't know. I just got done with that one and I felt really happy and hopeful. And there wasn't a single part of the episode that wasn't just absolutely beautiful yeah. to me. Like, I remember watching that episode and I finished the episode and immediately went, this is going to be my number one when we talk about it on the podcast.
3: Cool.
1: It was, it was an immediate reaction for me. Like, it, and it's interesting because like, it doesn't have some of the same like heavier themes, mm-hmm. but there was something about her character that I I just wanted her to succeed and I wanted her to be able to like, come into herself and then she had this beautiful thing inside her the whole time. And then of course, like the music was just some of the, it was so good. Some of the best, like little motif work that I've heard in a while. And then of course the, uh, the the art style was just super cool. Like that was the one,
2: one of, was it, was it a voice actor or the artist was a singer?
0: Uh, sick. the, the writer was one of the so writers there. was the singer, I think it was
1: yeah, oh, okay.
0: It was the singer of all, you, so
1: yeah, kind of and cool I think too. I think it was cool that that was the one for me that really made me second guess if it was actually stop motion or not mm-hmm right so
2: well and and a lot of the themes of like the art and stuff were literally pictures and stuff of South Africa yeah
0: the the environment was pretty based much off South of Africa. a lot of environmental. Like the like the plantation like the plant plant the floral, whatever word I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. Vegetation, yeah. that's the word. Was like based yeah. off of South Africa. Plants that they're using
2: yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And then also like the mountain with the water behind it. That was like all part of yeah. where they were
1: in South Africa. Yeah. So All right.
2: It's pretty cool.
1: There you go.
0: That is catching up with
1: Andrew. <laughs> I was going to say, do you want to talk about the new, the new stuff? I know you mentioned that, like one of those things, if we have time. But we've been going for a long time. Uh,
0: so. Well, in the future, we'll talk okay. about it. But that being said, so we had a, a Q&A uh, from last episode, when we did the last three episodes um, of Visions. And so we asked a question, or we talked about how season three of Visions – What are we going to get? Blah, blah, blah. So I asked the question, do you think Pixar would ever do a Star Wars short? And so we were talking about that. Okay. And we were like, what they needed to do for an episode, Toy Story toys fighting Star Wars toys. Like that Mm, has to be what they do. Mm. Get Woody, Buzz, all of them and they're fighting black series they're fighting lego people they're they're fighting pops like all this like star wars merch they just fight each other like we were thinking that so we were, the question was if pixar made a, a toy story characters versus star wars toys versus as a visions episodes who would fight so we got we only got four answers but we got like Aaron noob 17 says Buzz Lightyear versus Jango Fett uh R green Five seven one says, "Lots'o versus Palpatine, since they both are disguised as good leaders but are actually evil. Lots'o would win because of a little known fact that the fabric he is made of is immune to Force lightning. I don't know about that." <laughs> um, Jonathan says, "I'd like to see a cowboy versus cowboy with Woody versus Cad Bane.
1: Oh, that'd be cool. Oh, that would be maybe
0: sick. Bobo versus Buzz. Uh, it was in my house where we would." would be swarms of Lego clone troopers attacking, supported by a few Black Series. And then Aaliyah says, the, um, the 90s prequel Legos versus the entire Toy Story <laughs> cast, Legos would win.
1: So, the 90s pre- that is a deep cut.
0: And I don't think he was alive back then, so that's even deeper that he would know that, so...
1: What? I remember that original pod racing set and seeing that thing and think it was so cool. And now you look back on it and I was like, this looks like trash, but you know, <laughs> we've come a long way in the world of Legos.
0: But like, do you think Spider. Pixar would ever, they're owned by Disney. Do you think Pixar would ever do a 20 minute short? Cause they do shorts. They, they do shorts all the time. Yeah. Do you think they would ever do a Star Wars visions episode? Uh,
1: it's not as much. Okay. So you know you know when you have like maybe you have a team of all stars or something, and then one of them is like, "You know what I'm going to give up my spot to let this person who doesn't have the same experience or whatever go you right. know like you 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 make way for the for the little people you know, or like you forgo going to Starbucks because there's a local coffee shop that like Wesley Andrews that's way better anyways, and then you you right. know so so it's like i I feel like Pixar, I feel like mm-hmm. Disney wouldn't probably let them do it because they would rather highlight other studios right. That's true. however studio ghibli needs to do one they did do a short
0: a, you didn't see that the Grogu, the dust bunny grogu dust bunny thing
1: no yeah you didn't see that it. no but like i want a real
0: they did a short. don't give me short.
1: it was you literally be a like...
0: two minute 2d grogu t- chasing around a dust bunny
1: Okay, well, give me something real. Give me something good, you know, like. Yeah, but, that was yeah.
2: super disappointing. <laughs> but,
1: but I don't know. I mean, I feel like, I feel like dis, I feel like Disney probably wouldn't want them to do one because they're just, they're too big of a deal. I don't know. I
0: still want to see the Toy Story versus Star Wars toys. I
2: think it'd be cool. It's like all of a sudden you're like Andy's playing with these, and his mom comes in with like, like. Half Millennium Falcon in a bucket, and then I got these at a garage sale, and then he starts playing with them. Yeah, and I mean, he that walks would be out really the cool. room, and they all come alive and start fighting each other. It'd be so yeah. cool <laughs> <laughs> to see, even, uh, it, even if it's not visions and it's just like a Toy Story short.
1: Yeah, I'm down. I feel like it wouldn't fit as visions, no, but as a just a normal short, I would love that. Yeah, to see a Thrawn Black
0: Series come out and start commanding what to do <laughs> that was so cool
1: i'm always down for that
0: all right all caught up in another year and a half we'll talk about the stuff again <laughs> from andrew all their shows but yeah that being said let's transition over to voicemail time it's
2: voicemail time
0: Alright, alright, alright. So we're gonna go really quick with these. We got some email ones, but we also have some audio voicemails too. So uh let's take some questions from Retta via email. Uh hey Empire Radio, I still can't get voicemails to work, so I'm sending an email with two questions instead. First question Would you rather fly an X Wing or a TIE fighter? Quick.
2: X Wing. X Wing.
0: X Wing. I don't want to die. Now, yeah. now if it was <laughs> Kylo's TIE Silencer, and and a little X-Wing bit. X-wing's X-wing's has, has shield
1: are, generators and hyperdrives. And
0: that thing wasn't that doesn't. silent. Well, his, his I mean... His Silencer doesn't? I don't know. I think Kylo Ren's that. ship would have all that stuff. Maybe. Maybe. But yes, X-Wing. Uh, if you could pick any planet slash ship and any job in Star Wars universe, what would you choose? So... No, that's so easy. I don't know. it's a little confusing, but if you had a no, planet,
1: I, I know where Drew's going.
0: <laughs> he would be the boo or not, sorry. Tatooine, slave one, working at bounty a Bounty hunter. hunter.
1: Oh. Oh bounty oh. hunter. Yeah. yeah.
2: Cantina is a good second, but yeah. I'll just become Boba Fett, essentially.
1: All right. Drew Boffet. Um Drew Boffett. Drew fit. Drew uh oh man, that's a really good question. Uh
2: you'd be part of the band <laughs> in Java's uh, Palace.
1: I would say Cor- I like Coruscant, um Ship, uh N1 Starfighter, because I love those. And like Din Djarin's N1, though, hot rotted. And then what would I do for my job? Uh, oh gosh. I would. I'd would just be a musician. Like
2: hollows of guitar. <laughs> yeah,
1: I. I would be on the Star Wars equivalent of YouTube or something. I don't know the Hollow Net. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: right. Jeremiah.
0: uh I would probably be on Naboo. That's nice, nice. But or or Tip Hoth it. because I like the cold. Because I hate I'm over some Minnesota summer so far is terrible. This is the hottest it's ever been
1: this early. You might be the first person that I've ever heard from Minnesota that has said, you know what, I I wish the winter was back.
0: I've always said that.
1: I've said that know, so no, 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 I but guess. you're like, you're the, you're right, but you're like the only person Dude, that would, I've ever heard. It
0: still shocks Andrew every time.
2: It's So,
1: yeah.
0: it's like 90s, and it's first week of June. Like, it's...
2: Bro, like I don't want to hear I work LA, in, LA, the weather in a warehouse with no EC. Now, I've lived in
0: LA during a time, this time of year, and it's, it wasn't actually that bad back then when I was mm-hmm. 10 years or
1: It gets hot, but it doesn't ago. get it doesn't get Minnesota or North Carolina hot.
0: But you haven't you haven't started uh June gloom yet though. So
1: Oh no, no, we're in May gloom. Trust me. It's already settled in.
0: Oh, well, June gloom is a thing, so yeah. I heard but the pretty gloomy. Ship. I would probably go with I don't know, the ghost is kind of cool. Yeah. And good I job
1: I ghost just... reminds me of like a souped up minivan that secretly mm-hmm. has a bunch of gadgets. Yeah. Because Hera also reminds me of the mom of the ghost crew, too. So she's like shuttling them around, you know. Anyways.
2: it's a band, literally. It's like a high school band and their oh, yeah. drives them around. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, where are
0: you going with this? Um, yeah, yeah. And what would I do in a job? I don't know. If I had that ship and worked and lived on Naboo, I don't know.
1: You would open up a branch of your butcher. No. No, I'm... On, on the
0: butcher. Bo- <laughs> I open up like a pizza joint. How about that? I'll introduce yeah. pizza in the Star Wars. Yes. Universe. Your
2: deep dish pizza. With parts you- of... I'm not going to say it. Never mind. Just keep going.
1: All right. He would, he would, he would sell pizza and melons.
2: Called Jar Jar.
1: Cantaloupe. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Galaxy's first cantaloupe pizza.
0: All right. Thank you, Retta, for those questions. Hopefully someday voicemails will work via your Mm -hmm. devices. Um, But next up, two from Elias. Uh, Who would win in a dogfight? Hera and Anakin versus Han and Luke. Hera is in the Ghost. Anakin is in his Revenge of the Sith fighter. Han is in the Falcon. Luke is in his X-Wing. He says, I think Hera and Anakin... Hera and Anakin would win because I think Hera is a better pilot than Han. Mm. Don't dare you! Don't you dare say that's a hot take, Drew.
2: I was just about to say that's a hot take. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, God, don't I know about that.
0: I would go with Hera and Anakin. Yeah, because Hera yeah. is. I think Hera is the best non-force sensitive pilot in the galaxy.
1: Yeah, uh, Anakin uh, has- over Poe. Over Poe,
0: okay. She so. would fly circles around. She taught Poe. Po. She probably yeah. She probably taught Poe. On Yavin. I, mean, I just make it. I just I make thought it. Sure. That
2: was a canon thing that she did.
0: Probably, po. probably. She taught everybody because she's the best pilot in the.
2: Except for Han.
1: Well, no. it's also no. Also, and the ghost like, is smaller than the Falcon and more maneuverable too. That that's
0: and, true. So and, then Anakin also, is
2: way better than Luke.
0: That's Anakin just, has more right. like combat experience and training. Yeah. Yep. If doesn't...
2: Anakin was with Han and Luke was with Hera, it might be a little bit different conversation. I think
0: that might be more even. But yeah. Yeah. Han. Han is Han. <laughs> like Luke
2: it's amazing. What?
1: <laughs> but yeah, who would you guys go with? Same. Same. Hera and Anakin. Yeah. I oh, yeah.
2: I would say the same because if Anakin and Luke were swapped, I would say uh, probably different. But.
0: Okay. Cool. Cool.
2: But that is a hot take. I stand by that.
0: Next question from Elias. If you could have any skill matrix style download and skill (sighs) in your brain, what would you choose? I would download how to play the piano. So a skill matrix style. What that like? What am I supposed to understand it as?
1: So 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 so. Have you seen the Matrix? Yes. Okay. So you know how. You know how they like st- stick the thing in, and he's like, sh- 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 sh-. and he's like, oh, I know kung fu. Yeah, you know, it's like okay. So basically, if if they just put a USB stick in your head, okay. you can what, download so any you skill.
2: Learn and know all, per- perfect.
0: So we had a similar question to this a few months ago from someone. Uh It was like, would you rather know how to play every single instrument in the world? Oh or yeah,
1: I think was- I was on for that. Uh, or maybe I wasn't. No, I don't think it was. I don't remember. But
0: then the other one was like, was it like, know every sport? Language. Or language. No.
1: I was on language. for that. What are you on for that one? I'm It seems really familiar. So, it for was la- every, language.
0: Every- that, that's what it was. Yeah. And I chose music because I think because you can make was more marketable, it's, make it, more money. It,
1: well, it also transcends languages too. so.
2: And I chose languages.
0: But anyway. Any skill matrix style download in your bait, what would you choose? He said piano, what would you guys choose
1: any any skill
0: yeah, anything Oh man anything can be a skill, so if your skill is yeah. is balancing a pen on your nose like that's really hard to do is I, I would a skill? Say, huh is
2: language a skill,
0: yeah, like.
2: Learn I'm gonna cheat language. the
1: system.
0: Oh,
2: yeah.
1: No. I'm I'm gonna cheat the system. I would download the skill to learn new things.
0: Okay. <sighs> no, that's, no. That's no, like no. A genie, I get three wishes. Oh, I want wish <laughs> to have more wishes. Like,
2: because, like, <laughs> no. so, if, like, for example,
1: like, like, I, I would love to be better at guitar. I would love hey, Mr. to. I was
2: on TV. I don't yeah. Know. What happened?
0: I, 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 I wanna... wasn't on
1: TV for playing the guitar.
0: I want to know because I can't click the link on desktop so i never I... oh
1: so so long story short i did a reaction video to a k-pop artist uh and they had the artist on the morning news in korea as like an interview of like that talking about their recent release and like they did a section on the fan the fan responses and there were a bunch of reactor reaction videos clips but like mine it wasn't it was it wasn't in a montage where there's like four people it was me front and center and they, like, cool. literally played part of my video on the on the news in Korea. So How did you
0: have – in your videos, do you have your logo at all times?
1: Uh, no, that's but they the, did – That's why – No, they credited me. Okay. Oh, yeah, they credited me. Like, they had my handle, my YouTube handle on the – That's thing. good. Because
0: so, one of the things I learned was, like, make sure you have your logo or name or something in every – at all times so that if someone – like, that happens, people can find you. If you yeah.
1: So but, it, was, it was just surreal to be on the, the morning like the national morning news cool. in Korea with one of my favorite in a segment from my favorite. You know, one Steph's of my favorite groups.
2: sisters in Korea. You know that, right? Mm-mm. Why would you yeah, know? That? I thought
0: well, it hasn't been around for a year and a half. You also want to
2: with this person, so maybe I don't know oh. it's a um,
0: anyway, it. skill matrix. You said skill, skill,
1: skill uh Okay, ability I, I, I to get, learn. No, no, no. I get it. I get it. That's a cop out. I get it's a cop out, so I would say, can I, I'll make it more specific. I would want the ability to learn languages very easily, okay. so that I could learn, so I could learn more than one.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, me too. I want Andrew's go.
0: I, I would. What I would, would you? I wouldn't do that. I, what would you do? I don't. I would probably something with music or like filmmaking or animation or something like that. Like, it'd be cool to be a, a filmmaker, a storyteller, do those cool things.
1: You can do this now.
0: But I suck at it. That's why I would wanna, you you want
1: to... You have to work. You just work Okay, on it.
0: but that's... I would want to have a proficient skill like the skill matrix download yeah. where I would just instantly oh, yeah, that's the whole yeah, point that's of the question. But I feel like...
1: I would love to see you as a composer. What they that's said to what I wanted to I know, do originally. I know, I know. That's why I said it. But, but don't like, I don't have
0: any musical skill and I can't create in my head and I don't I took one 45 minute music theory class in high school and I'm like I don't want to write music I'm done I'm good yeah music <laughs> theory will do that to you
2: <laughs> but they also did a cop out by knowing piano If you know piano that well like perfectly you pretty much know
1: every instrument after that
2: that's every not string. theoretically
1: you're yeah. not wrong String instrument. Practically, though, is well, very far from the truth. Sure,
2: but if you know enough about it, you can you can dabble.
1: It is true that having a really good knowledge of one instrument makes learning other ones significantly easier. But mm. right, yeah, but
2: not
0: percussion
1: doesn't nope. really help with very different experience else. there.
0: All right, cool. So language, language, question. and filmmaking. <laughs> yeah for me all right cool, cool all right all right those are the last i believe of the emails of questions so let's get to some audio voicemails so first one up is from a first-time sender Ooh. hey yo but a long-time discord member and twitch chat member sick red buff so let's hey. take a listen from red buff
2: Hey, Empire Radio. It's Red Buff from the Discord. I have my first ever voicemail. Burr, burr, burr. My question for you is, what is your favorite TV network? So that's
1: Nickelodeon, Disney Channel, all that jazz. Mine would probably be Disney Channel or, of course, ESPN, as I'm watching the college uh,
2: college baseball tournaments. Uh, Andrew, it's glad that you're back once a month, it was more. But you guys are doing great. Thanks.
0: I should turn that down a little bit more before also. I push play. Yep. Yeah,
1: I definitely, I definitely dropped my headphone volume a little bit during that. That, so, but it's all good. But, no harm, no foul.
0: Yes. Favorite.
1: That's a great question.
0: Network. That's a weird, like, random question. But that that's takes what we me like.
1: back. That takes me back. To I was gonna say, like,
0: when I was
2: like finding kid. the
1: perfect channel to watch so, during like middle school and high school.
0: Like literally right now, the only show that I watch that's on TV is Survivor. Like That's the only show that I watch.
1: I laugh up. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I'm not laughing at you because you watch Survivor. I'm laughing because that is like a very Jeremiah thing. Like you said that. I don't know. I don't know why. It just felt very on brand for me. What do you mean? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But when I, you said like, it, it clicked.
0: Like my inflection? Or like, what do you mean? Like very Jeremiah. Like,
1: I don't know. I, I just feel like you would enjoy like something like that.
0: Right. I've watched all 44 seasons. So, cause I do two a year and it's been on for 22
1: you, years. You know, you're being serious. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. honestly pretty incredible. Good for you. That Just de- dedication right there.
0: Yeah. So that's I'm the pretty sure thing I, I remember
2: watched. watching like a couple of seasons at your house. Like our I, parents watched it. I when, don't remember that. Really? I remember that. Because uh, our parents used to talk mom about
1: said it. that period of time was one of the Mandalorian season three episodes that <laughs> ran together.
0: Um but so like currently that's all I would watch. But like obviously I watch like Netflix, Disney Plus, all that stuff. Uh, so it yep. doesn't really count. But back when I was a kid, I always watched like Disney Channel, History Channel. Um I'd watch Yeah, like- History
1: Channel before it got weird.
0: Yeah, like, this is where there's aliens in the Bible. Like, all those weird, like, <laughs> things. Uh,
1: it's History Channel got freaking weird really but, uh,
0: fast. Well, unless you watch, like, Pawn Stars. Then, like, you can watch that all day long, and it's fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, like, Cartoon Network.
2: Cartoon Network. has I, Dabbled with MTV,
0: music. like, when they stopped doing music, and it was just, like, Cribs and, like, Pimp My Ride and stuff like that.
2: <laughs> Pimp My Ride was so good back in the day. <laughs> f- so
1: fake. I, reckon... I, wa- Yo, I watched a, a YouTube video about that. And it it was like, it was honestly a really bad experience for some of the people.
2: No, I remember the, uh, like a few years ago, one of the vans that they pimped out was on like Facebook market. Yeah. (laughs) People were selling it and like the whole back half was falling off because it was Well, like some of the, some of the, uh, some of the cars,
1: the stuff that you see in the final product, they would take some of the stuff out.
2: Oh, they wouldn't even give them to the people. Yeah, and
1: then like so much of the reactions were like super scripted, and like some of the vehicles weren't even they like weren't even owned by people, and it was like, dude, was a hot mess.
2: I remember, I still remember how apparently this guy had his car; it was the axle was separated, so it wasn't welded together, but he put gum to hold it together, allegedly. (laughs) <laughs> and so then they had to buy him a There's new li- car and There's they bought no a new way. car and pimped it out. Yeah. I was like, "That's so <laughs> dramatic now.
0: <laughs> so, all right. So
1: yeah, those are my
2: probably ESPN is the only network I watch
1: like to this day. Yo cartoon network, baby. You watch to this day, not to this day. No, oh, I don't well, watch. Cartoon
2: Network as a kid was definitely the one. My
1: favorite network, I, like, it, was I? Well, I don't know if I'd watch it today, but I will say that was the one that I watched the most growing up, especially too. with Toonami. Toonami, coming they started home playing, watching
2: Dragon Ball Z right away. As soon as yeah, Samurai bus.
1: Jack came on at 10 p.m. on Friday nights, mm-hmm. I, and I, I remember it was a big deal to stay up for that when I was a kid. Uh, but like some of my favorite cartoons growing up, like Clone Wars. Foster's Home, yeah, Clone Wars, Foster's Home, Chowder. The Misadventures of Flapjack. <laughs> Samurai names. Jack. Honestly, like, they had some good ones. Fox. Some heavy hitters.
2: In the morning.
1: You're uh, talking about this the Fox box, the Saturday yes, morning yes, deal. Saturday oh, morning yeah. cartoon, Sonic Heroes. Yes. The Kirby show. Yep. Beast Wars. The second Beast Wars show came on there. Man, it takes me I, back. I remember watching that. I don't know
0: if I have... Said this on the podcast.
1: 18 hey, Teen Titans. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, like
0: one of my funnest, funniest memories from watching Cartoon Network was I was watching Dexter's Lab. Yo, and my
1: favorite Hanna Barbera like my, original show. My
0: mom walked in and saw me watching it, and she thought it was South Park. <laughs>
1: oh. And she started yelling, like, "What are
0: you watching this show for, dude? I'm like, and I was like, it clicked. Like, no, mom, it's not South Park. It's Dexter's Lab. Blah blah blah. Like. I just remember that. It was the funniest thing. All right. My mom probably doesn't even remember that, but I remember that. Cartoon Network. She
2: let you keep watching it? Did she believe
1: you, or did she think it was? Maybe.
0: I don't know. I can't remember. All right.
1: That's a good question. Cool, cool. All
0: right. Thanks, Red Buff. Hope to hear from you again in the future via voicemail. Because he is one of our biggest uh, active users in the Discord. So if you want to get to know Red Buff. He's there.
2: Yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <gasps> Batman Beyond, that was on.
1: That was on WB. That was on WB. It was also I was switched between both those channels. But, but like, Batman that was a good man. So good. I want yo Batman Beyond movie. let facts, it. please. Facts. Give me dark and gritty Batman. Be- Anyways, Jeremiah, please. <laughs> All right,
0: we have two voicemails from our good friend Eddie, and this first one is for Andrew. So let's take a <gasps> listen.
4: Okay. Hi, Andrew. Well, Empire Radio, but this message is for Andrew. My name is Addie, (laughs) and I have been an Empire Radio listener for a year and a half. I just wanted to take a quick moment to introduce myself. I am a teenager from the United States. I am a big Star Wars nerd, if you don't. Of course you know that. But my favorite Star Wars show is Star Wars The Bad Batch. It has been a big part of my life. Uh, My favorite character is Omega. Definitely, just ask anyone. It it yeah, my love for her and the whole Bad Batch is large. I am a Taekwondoist. That means I do Taekwondo, the martial arts. I love to sing and fan fiction. I actually have my own podcast as well. And my and I'm really good friends with Lucy, and we do collabs all the time. Anyway, I wish I had more time to introduce myself, but I'm running out of time. Hope you have an awesome day, and may the first be with you. Bye. <laughs>
0: All right, cool. So that's Addy. She's one of the goats. One of our big Addie
1: sounds so cool.
0: She is. She does taekwondo and yeah, like black belt. Yeah. No, uh, I don't know if she's black belt yet, but so Addy
1: said she sings. So we, the music elements there. Taekwondo. I also did. I don't know. I don't know if we've, we we might have said that. Yeah, so if you maybe if you've listened to old episodes, but nine years of karate got my black belt. Did that whole thing uh huge star wars fan okay yeah i mean you got all the 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 coolness points there among those three things so that's amazing all right but it is a it is a pleasure to meet you finally on the podcast so yeah and you're super cool
0: all right well that's the first one from eddie let's listen to a second one from eddie
4: hey Radio. it's eddie back at you with another voicemail I'm here with an update from the ICCC con in Nashville oh. um, that my I heart... went over to, well I went to last weekend. Um, basically it was it was pretty good. It was my first <laughs> con, so I don't really know what to say. I got to meet uh, Ian McDermott and the whole rebels yes. crew. It was awesome. everyone was so nice. Um, I got to take a lot of pictures with a lot of cosplayers, and I got some good collector's things, especially a few things I was looking for, aka the Black Series Lola, f- um, collectible figure thingy, and then the Omega Black Series figure. But, yeah, it was ov- overall great con. Anyway, I'm running out of time, hope you guys have an awesome week, and may the force be with you. Bye! All
0: right, cool, cool.
2: That man.
1: That was one of my favorite... It was I, such a good trip. I
0: forgot that she said she was going. Yeah. Because I knew she was going, and I just forgot. But I, I thought that was, like, two months ago. But that's cool no, that you was, went first, first con. Definitely two weekends ago. Something like that. But, uh, Annie, put some pictures
1: Discord. Yeah, ICCC is an interesting first con because of how, like, toy-focused it is. It's, like, it's supposed to be, like, a toy thing, but it's also, like, heavily star wars <laughs> like even most it's of the toys like thing. there was some other stuff that we saw there but really it was star wars toys i'm
2: curious on how it was this year because it like tripled the size of it from when we went
1: dude i that is still one of my favorite memories like hanging hanging with you and Tanner eating hattie b's uh, like twice <laughs> yo i week? still I to know. this day i compare all the hot chicken i have now because there are a few places in California always compared to Hattie B's, and not a single one has come close yet. Hattie B's slabs. Yo, and then me and Tanner sure. drove out and saw that freaking <laughs> cult church Culture. that was in the, the documentary that we watched. Like What?
0: I didn't hear about this one. What?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, um, Gwyneth, Gwyneth Shamblin, Gwyn Shamblin, she, so there's a, there's a documentary series on, was it HBO or Netflix? I don't remember. The called, called The Way, the Way Down and it's like this cult church that they focus really heavily on the outward like people's outward appearances and like losing weight it dude it's it, like it's so it's in freaking the Bible weird
2: to starve yourself essentially yeah
1: it's really freaking weird and it's actually a really tragic story too because of how it ends but part they we had seen part one and we then while we were in
2: this documentary no no, no listen we're, we're in the
1: airbnb <laughs> and we were like oh part two came out and we had seen all we had all seen part one We was like yo let's watch part two and then we realized that the church is like 20 minutes outside of nashville cool. and so drew <laughs> drew drew stayed at the convention and tanner and i we, we were going to go to the the guitar center in nashville and we went to the guitar center we played around and stuff and then we got out and drew was still at the con and i was like bro do you want to go drive by this church? Cause they have like armed guards at the gate. Like they don't let you in. There are like literally men with guns and trucks and stuff. And I was like, yo, should we just go drive by? And Tanner was like, bro, we just watched this documentary. Let's do it. So we drove (laughs) and we drove by and it's like way far off the road. And the second you start down this long dirt road, there's no trees. It's a big field. You can see it from the road and they are watching all of the cars.
0: It's like, when you get close to area 51
1: <laughs> yeah 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 it, it it had a very similar energy for sure so like Anyway, so yeah, we we went and saw that. Did
0: not. Why didn't I hear about this before? I guess.
1: Well, and we called Drew. We were like, "Yo, dude, we're going. We're going to see Cold Church."
0: Like, I was in
2: the middle of this panel with like all my favorite. Yo, collect- and, and I, I was the one who t- I took the picture. This to I'm
1: driving of this <laughs>
2: What
3: the heck? Yeah. It was, I well,
1: was like,
3: "What are we?" Doing? It was. It
1: was because we had watched the documentary, and then, Tanner and I like we we had time to kill, and so we I we called Drew. And I was like, "Yo, you want to go?" And he's like, "No, I'm gonna." I'm gonna Stay here. I'm gonna do the thing. I was like, okay. We can go see the cult church. And uh also yeah, well, you so can't mourn
2: strange. in that church either, which is one of the big you,
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's kinda weird. strange. What
0: was
2: the deck more called? The way down. The way down. But it
1: it's not like the HBO way W A Y Yeah, I think it is. But it's W E I G H like Way, like you weigh yourself. with the way down. So what you should
0: have done was get some hot chicken and eat it like at the end of the road. In this, like, you know. uh, I didn't want to get shot.
2: <laughs> I didn't want them to go missing. Uh, I would, I would yeah. never all ride all from. Right. from, this from but Hattie
0: B's less, was amazing. Less family friendly than we would. Do. But, all right. anyways, Dude. all right, cool, Eddie. Post the pictures in the Discord. I, you haven't been in the Discord for a while. Missing yeah, let either. us know.
2: Cause from from the view, like, have all the YouTubers and stuff that went to it when we went. Only one of them went, and really. people said it was fun, but. It didn't have, they're saying that it didn't have the same like family feel. The first that one was the everything thing. was yep. like, it was yep. close and crowded, but I felt like towards the end of the con, everyone knew everyone almost. It was a really cool. Feel. I, yeah,
1: you got really used to seeing the same people very like, frequently. Yeah. And yeah.
2: so I don't, because it was so big, because they had to grow it, it didn't have that. Was, same it? Feel. was
1: it at the convention center in downtown? Yeah. And then for real? And they have that, like four that's that's... or
2: three different hotels that they sold out of people. It was Whoa. massive.
1: That's where they have NAMM for the in yeah. the summer for for music stuff. So it was pretty that's... big. So Wow. All right. All right. Cool, cool, Eddie. Thank
0: you. I'm happy you had that experience. Meeting yeah, all that's those awesome. famous uh, voice actors and whatnot. Yeah. All right. Well, we have one voicemail left. Okay. And this is a special one. Because this is our first ever singing voicemail,
1: <gasps>
0: and
1: is, you, how's the volume, Jeremiah? Do I need to, uh, to turn it down? Turn it up? What, what maybe turn
0: it down because I accidentally turned it all the way up on my end. So okay. maybe okay.
1: Thanks but for the warning.
0: This is gonna be a good. One. Let's see if you can figure out who sent this in. Okay, because you might recognize it. But this is really this is our first one. I hope this is a trend that like people start singing in singing voicemails because that'd be fun. But right, let's take a listen.
4: Here
1: I am sending a voicemail to make the podcast a little longer. <laughs> da, da, da. Da, da, da. da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> that was it? That was it, age-old, The, the age-old age trick of saying la or duh when you don't have anything to <laughs> sing uh, I I don't know if I'll ever be able to figure out who that was.
0: I'll give you a hint. Wait, are you He's also sarcastic?
1: Fr- Yeah.
2: Yes. Oh, okay, good. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, thank you, Will, for yeah, that, yeah, yeah. For that <laughs> amazing you, singing voicemail. You got a good pair of chops, and I liked how he s- sung it to... What's the name of the song from Lily One? I don't even know what's the name of the song. Uh,
1: Imagination. Yeah,
0: Imagination.
1: But not the one that Pedro Pascal sang to save every, the world from COVID. That's Imagine. What? I,
0: I didn't ever... Was that the celebrity collab thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, dude, I it's never a, it's watched a that because I heard it what? was terrible.
1: Yeah, it was really bad I've at some parts. Some, some of it was really good because they actually got vocalists to do it and then some of it was really bad. Right. So but It's a meme.
0: That was a wonderful treat, Will. Thank you for... Going out and taking such a risk to have all these people hear you sing. We should end every
2: it. episode with that but I,
1: <laughs> That could be our new transition. The outro music? <laughs> no, a new, new uh,
0: voicemail uh, transition. Uh, but, no,
1: but, you, uh, can't, you can't. Either but
0: either. that being said, I think it would be cool if people started singing, sending in singing voicemails. Yep. I guarantee you with as big as our audience is, some of you can sing. I know so Addie. Eddie Addie can, sing. Addy Addy can, can sing. sing. Yeah. I think Lucy has mentioned before that she likes to sing. So Lucy, that's a big combo right there. Lucy's writing skills, like her writing music lyrics and like singing, that would be really cool. And she plays piano too. So we could get like a whole.
2: Are we going to have our Empire Radio American Idol?
0: Maybe. So send in <laughs> a singing voicemail if you know how to sing. That would be really cool. Whether we know you already um, or not, enough. I think it'll be cool. All yep. right,
1: especially during the first Tuesday of every month,
0: right when Andrew's yeah. going to be here. That would be.
1: I I would I would love to hear those.
0: So, that's all we have planned for tonight. Andrew, what uh, do you have anything that you want to do for next time? Have you just started a? EU with Andrew at all? Or do you need some ideas for that? Or
1: So, I do, I was thinking about doing an EU with Andrew next month. But I need to know what people want to want me to talk about. So,
0: we, I asked that question recently. Back when you were on last.
1: Yeah. Because uh, we did like a general, like, what do
0: you want us to do this summer? Blah, blah, blah. Before Ahsoka comes out. And so there was.
1: I, I know Darth Nihilus was a big, was, was one of the ones that I kept hearing.
0: Yeah, so, uh, Pizza says, I would like to see Darth Vitiate or Nihilus. would be oh. cool.
1: Oh, so the Eternal Emperor. So there's that. Uh, I'm trying to scan through these. The way that I just sounded so nerdy <laughs> when I said that. Oh, the Eternal um,
0: like, Emperor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Joseph, the best Star Wars fan, says, I would like to see more EU Luke in the EU with Andrew episode.
1: Oh. Uh, maybe, it's, maybe it's time. Maybe it's time to like... Literally from the first episode we've ever had, you were talking about EU Luke. Maybe it's time. Maybe it's time to chart his progression through the EU. Uh, Oh, yeah. Yellow Snow says EU Dark Horse Comics. Those comics were insane. Uh, Maybe it's time to chart Luke's journey through the EU post-Return of the Jedi. That's a really big task. But maybe it's time to summarize what happened and the powers he gained and stuff.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think that's all of them that were mentioned is death troopers. So is, is, vi- that EU oh. is that a you thing or is that canon thing? That's uh, Nate, Nate Keeney sent that one. That's
1: a good idea too. Cause it it's just a book. It would be a book review. Yeah. That's oh man, one. that's a good
3: one.
2: So, oh, that's a
1: good one. That's so a zombie think, one, right? Yeah. It's a zombie one. There's, wonder, there are two really zombie books. I there are really two zombie books. yellow, you know, so that one's it's so scary. It's super scary if you listen to the audiobook while you're reading it because they add in like groans and screams and stuff in the background. Oh, it's like very walking dead. Dude, it's insane. So there are two Death Troopers and then uh Red uh,
0: Oh wait, hold on. There's that mechanical keyboard. <laughs> that's the <laughs> loudest keyboard on the world.
1: Red Harvest. Yes. So I I've I've done I've read both of those and Red Harvest is a zombie story that takes place at a Sith academy during the Old Republic. So think about zombies, but everyone's force sensitive and the zombies actually like wipe the floor with them. So maybe maybe it's like a Star Wars zombie episode. And we do like a summary of both stories in tandem. Unless you want to
0: keep that for October.
1: That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Uh, so, yeah, maybe I'll do. I want to did those the books. Yo, dude, they're super good. I want to reread Death Troopers, but my brother in law, Gabe, has it still. I need to get that back. And my other brother in law has Plagueis. I also need to get that back. I want a um,
0: breakdown
2: of that book. By you. You could do Plagueis. That, that is
0: a, be... that is an EU thing. That you could do that.
1: Say. I really need to get that book back so I can just uh, reread it.
0: And then the last one, I don't know if this is uh EU thing or not, but uh Alphabet Squadron books.
1: Uh no, that's canon.
0: Okay. Then and those. I actually
1: have not read those. I Are have you? the first one. I have the first one.
0: All right.
1: So, I haven't read it yet, though. But, yeah, I would say, tentatively speaking, we're probably going to do Luke or Plagueis.
0: Okay. And we don't have a date for that because that's 4th of July week and Drew's out of town a little bit. So, we're trying to figure that out. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Um, But we'll we'll keep you posted on when that will be. And we'll keep you posted. All
1: right. Sweet. Cool, cool.
0: So that is tonight's episode. Three hours and sixteen minutes. Good oh old three sixteen. Good old three sixteen. Uh, so let's just go over some social media stuff and get out of here because it's late. So, in the description below, there is a link slash empire radio links with two eyes. Click that link, and that is everything: empire radio, Instagram, Facebook, Discord invite, our fan email to leave a. Uh, there's a link for the voicemail. So send in a voicemail, sing something for us um there is the needlessly nerdy entertainment network that we are part of so go check that out if you want more nerdy content uh the vcu illustration project is the link for that is there's only like seven or eight voicemails left so go get those illustrated uh you can send me an email to our fan email if you want to like quick like call dibs on one and i'll cross it off and give you a little timeline to get that done uh there's links for twitch and youtube so We live stream every episode on Twitch and then I edit and upload the video version on YouTube as well. If you want to check that out, go follow us everywhere and anywhere. Help us out. Come to
1: Empire Con. Come to to Empire Con. Slice that subscribe button.
0: Yep. And come to Empire Con. Uh, Sign up is due next month. So yeah, six weeks before sign up is done for that. So go check that out. More the merrier and that's everything anything else guys that you want to mention before we're out of here
1: nope i've all talked right. enough
0: yep yep all right well you've been listening to another andrew-tastic episode of empire radio and- i'm jeremiah
1: i'm andrew i'm <laughs> drew
0: and may the force be with you always
2: always
4: Needlessly Nerdy, your source for all things nerdy.
0: www.needlesslynerdy.com.